0: On the previous programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the BBC broadcast group, its staff, advertisers, or agencies.
1: Why are you
2: bastard? You loved him on the Tonight Show, trying to make light of tragic situations. Well, that's what Kobe Bryant said. Hey, why not? The room's already paid for, huh? <laughs> now, America's favorite monologue marathon man is trying your patience in a whole new way. Big Chin Records presents: Jay Leno does hits of the '80s. White House, Secret Service, in the street. White
0: House. Hey, do you hear about what the president is today? Do you hear about this street about this?
2: Unbelievable. If you like watching Jay walking, then you'll love listening to Jay singing. Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear. No, true story. It was in the paper this morning. If I hadn't read it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it. Relive your favorite decade with a man who hasn't been clever since then. Pick up Jay Leno does hits of the 80s today. Relax. Don't do it. I used to be funny, but I blew it. <laughs> Isn't that right, Kevin? To order Jay Leno does hits of the 80s, just call 1-800- Oh, who are we kidding? No one's going to buy this
3: garbage.
4: I kick your ass.
3: Exactly. 10-01-560-WQM. This is the, um... I think when you get to the end of a bad cold or the flu, that's when it, it like, settles in real deep, and then all of a sudden it just just vanishes <laughs> like that. You're on the hump. Oh, I shouldn't have said... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joyce. That was just no, a wait, uh, rant. you blowing your nose there. No, I was not blowing my nose. Hey, don't forget tomorrow's the big draft party, okay? I'll uh, read the whole liner a little later on when I have more voice. And then you can uh, pass that along. All right. That was scintillating, that wrap-up there by the Beast that went on. I I want to tell you right now, I'm going to warn you folks, the worst movie in the history of mankind. Do not watch it. It's called Last Days. Loosely based on the final days of Kurt Cobain. Right, a lot of speculation, I'm sure. What do you mean by that? Well, because nobody knows really what... No, no, that's what it's about. Michael Pitt is in this movie, but it doesn't really make any difference who is in the movie because you don't see his face because he's got long hair and a heavy growth of beard. And all he does is kind of... I didn't watch the whole thing, needless to say, but it doesn't make any difference because every time you turn back to it, thinking maybe now something's going to happen, it doesn't. Nothing happens. He just keeps staggering around in a heroin-induced stupor... And people keep coming over to visit him, and uh, he keeps running out of the house. And there are—this is Gus Van Sant, whose idea of uh, art or fine film—this is a crazy person, is what it is. I, if this isn't the worst movie in the history of mankind, this—I I didn't see what was the one with the—that um, got all the hype, with the kids in the woods that was supposed to be so great, and everybody was—oh, uh, the Blair Witch Project. The, the Blair Witch Project. I didn't uh. see it. But, you know, I've heard you describe how bad it was. Right. Just multiply that times a thousand. All right. And that'll tell you about last days with Michael Pitt. It is the pits without the pendulum. It is just... All right. It's, it's indescribable. It's so bad. In fact, you almost should see it just because you'll, you'll just be in disbelief that anybody could produce a piece of crap like this this bad. There there's one one scene where uh, Michael is you know stoned off his ass well he's stoned the whole movie <laughs> I would he's staggering around and uh, passed out in the bedroom and we flash to the TV screen where there's a voice to men video on uh-huh and we and we get a close up of the video for like about a minute and a half wow yeah like then another silly. scene later in the uh, in this piece of crap the front of this mansion where he's uh, wandering around. That's basically what it is, is him wandering around, and people trying to find him and chase him, uh-huh. and then he keeps running outside. But uh, there's another scene that just shows the front of the house and the big tree in front of it, and it shows a scene through the window, but from a distance. Okay. And this real annoying, I mean, unbelievably bad music is going on in the background, and somebody is mumbling, blah, blah, blah. blah. And, uh, and you see, just vaguely, you see silhouettes of somebody moving around in there, and he's, like, moving from the left of the screen to the right of the screen and then back to the left. And, but you re- it's almost like well, we're looking at shadows because you can't really make out what's going on. Right. Oh, that's Not, that's that you re- brilliant. Not that you care, but that's about as much as animated yeah. as it gets. I can see why the suits really liked it. And, and this scene goes on, I would say, it's probably five minutes, it seems like an hour. Uh-huh. But it's just a still shot of this, the front of this house and the window. And I, I just... I can't describe it. Maybe you really ought to see it. Just just to, uh, well, it's amazing. I'll probably wind up, you know, getting really... And then, the then if you go to IMDb, now most of the reviews trash it mercilessly and deservedly so, but as usual, there's a group of soothes who have mm-hmm. given like 8 oh, out of yeah. 10 or 9 out of 10. And oh my gosh, what a brilliant thing. And if uh, you're a big fan of Kurt, you, you know... I'm not a big fan of Kurt, but even if I would have been, it just... Uh, it's staggering. And I didn't see the ending, but... I, I, based on what I'm reading in there, I assume the ending it ends just like he did, but uh, or he allegedly did, or whatever right. you know.
5: Well, he he did it because he realized that he was married to Courtney Love.
3: Well, one of the one of the reviews in there that trashed the movie said if he would if he would have shot Courtney Love early, it would have redeemed the whole thing, <laughs> but it didn't happen. Oh, it's just the last days. Avoid uh-huh. it at all costs, please. I beg you. You could be the biggest Kurt Cobain fan in the world. In fact, the bigger a fan you are the more grossed out you'd be by it. Just, it's just idiotic. It's just pathetic. It's the epitome of the artsy-fartsy pseudo-intellectual crowd who can, who can take any piece of... You know what it reminds me of? It's like an Andy Warhol painting. Okay. Yeah. S- same thing. Well, the, the, the suits, this they is like the movie it. making, what Andy Warhol's so-called right.
5: art. That's what the suit's like. No plot, no action, no right. nothing. Nothing. Uh, hard to figure out, uh, nothing you to know, figure like, out. Like the
3: soup can. Right. right. Andy Warhol drawing a soup can. That, that's what this movie is. Mm-hmm. That was brilliant. Only the soup can, at least somebody opened it. There was some action there, you know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. Nothing happens. Absolutely nothing happens. There's no dialogue of any substance, and it's just... Uh, and then there's a scene when a friend, a couple of friends of his, are driving to go see him, which they don't see him because he keeps running away. <laughs> and and we're looking through the windshield of the car, and they're having a conversation, and the windshield is reflecting the because the sun is shining. The windshield, windshield is reflecting the trees, and yeah, uh, and and you, so you don't really see them. You see the reflection in the windshield. I guess that's also supposed that, to. Be. That's brilliant, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, how come I couldn't have come up with that? <laughs> Here's the poll we did yesterday. Boy, I can't really talk too good today. Might play a lot of bits today. Ooh. Sounds good to me. I should have done that last There's time. I'm going to be called in geez, so. By the way, Norma, stop writing um, hostile emails to, uh, to Clarabelle. He's very uh, offended. And he's going to call Joyce again.
0: Right, tell Joyce, he's picking on me. I want you to demand an
3: apology. Seriously, we are we are working. For such a disaster, you, you can't even begin to imagine. Uh, in my wildest dreams, I could never imagine this could going to happen to us, to any of us. I mean, they, they are, it, it's like demolition derby. Do you ever see that? Oh, yeah. That, that's what they're doing at QAM. It's demolition derby. So, don't forget again this afternoon. <laughs> you know, We took that poll, and the majority of you said, Oh, we don't want to hear the squeakmeister. We don't, we don't want to hear it. A... So he's on. It's like wall to wall, Galdi. Now he's on like you know, like a minimum fifteen hours a day. That's the new format. Then we got Mad Dog at Hooters in the Pines, Marlin game, and then uh, Eddie K. That that's the deal. But it's just uh, it's it's beyond like ability to describe what's going on. They are dismantling the empire piece by piece. Anyway, South Florida's best play-by-play sportscaster of all time is. We have thirteen hundred twenty-five votes. Rick Weaver, I voted for Rick Weaver, and he won 210. Do I got my thumb on it, or what? Yeah. I hate this poll, 205. That's what I hate this it. It's worse, 147. Joe Angel, 142, screwed over badly. He's probably too good for South Florida. He got screwed badly by the organization. Sonny Hirsch, 92. Bill Zimfer, 91. in honor of Bill Zimfer let's see. where the hell is it? Here it is.) <laughs> Sounds like Elmo.
2: And <laughs> no luck yet, Jim? No, he's still locked in the closet down there.
3: With Tom Cruise and John Travolta. Jim Mandis won't come out of the closet. So there's Bill Zim for 91 vote. Mo Howard, David, had had 70. Shocking. Isn't it amazing how many more people seem to like him now that he's gone? Yes. You 65, the old orange head. Dave O'Brien, 53. I just hate everybody and everything, 51. Eric Reed, 37. Joseph Gacki, 32. That is... I don't know what to say about that. Gildy, 25. No! <laughs> Dave Halverstam 24. Mark Vandermeer, 22. Now, when Gildy gets more votes than Mark Vandermeer, it tells me that uh, there's no hope for South Florida, even though downtown's making a great comeback. Jeff Rimmer, 12. The uh, rim man. Jugs McDonald, 11. Len Casper, 9. He's used to do the Cubs now, am I right? Is he still doing that, or did yeah, they fire yeah. his ass, too? Yes, with the Cubs. Fired everybody else. Dave Van Horn only eight. after all these years of being your signature voice of your Florida Marlins. Dave Van Horn with a really, really hot wife and a really, very bad hairpiece. He's got eight. Jimmy Syphilis, he's got seven. Hey, Jimmy.
4: you fair. I think you ass.
3: Uh, Chris Moore on 5, Dave Strader 4, your TV voice of the Panthers. Anybody know who that is? No. Former Red Wings? No. Former ESPN? Dave Strader. No. Very annoying. He sounds like Eric Reed. Mike Inglis, the Heat radio guy, 2. And Rich Waltz finally got that 1. And he stayed there at 1. Over 1,300 votes, and he got 1. And he never did put the Julio guy, which is fine. And he wouldn't we... have gotten any votes anyway. No, not always that. But why Why would we do that? We didn't put the Dolphin Julio guy. And I'm sure maybe the Heat's got a... Uh... Or how or about Baylor, of Orleans? Huh? Falo. Marlin, who is it? Phalo, Faye Wayne.
5: Yeah, that's
3: it. I see. Well, what do you say? Last days, Gus Van Sant. Man, I'm going to tell you if, seriously. I want you to mark it down at your wrist, just so you don't have an accident. If it comes on the cable, or if somebody, if somebody gave it to you, if somebody gave you the DVD and said, "Here, watch this," uh, I would, I would shoot them at that point. I would do a Kurt Cobain and just shoot their ass. Here's today's pool. And of course, it was inspired on that great on Wednesday, that great facts we had from Mitch from South Beach, who's got his thumb on the pulse. He's got his thumb somewhere. Black-o- I'm sure of that. Like the little boy, little Tom Thumb, wasn't it Tom Thumb who stuck his thumb? His thing? No, it was he stuck his uh...
6: little Jack Horner.
3: Oh, is that who it was? Who's Sat in the, the corner, corner right. Eating his blueberry pie. What was he eating? Uh, his Christmas pie, I believe. It was. Yes. And then he stuck in his thumb. That's what I'm saying. And pulled out a plum. Mm. Boy, that must have hurt. <laughs> What's your take on downtown Miami? 708 votes. Nade County is a foreign country. 311 votes. 311, it's a foreign country. Absolutely. No speaking English aquí. It sucks. Don't go there. 162. Now, you put those two together, and you've already got almost 70%. It is making a great comeback, 102, just like that fact said, 14.5%. It's making a great comeback. Never been there 34. It's become a tourist trap, 29. That's what George told me. A lot of little overpriced stores for tourists. Mm-hmm. Tourists for Chinese crap in it. Oh, really?
7: Yeah.
3: You ought to touch, Neil, 27. Well, my response to that is, since I put that on the poll anyway, touch this. You ought to touch, Neil, 27. Inspired also by the poll. I hate this poll, 26. Interesting. Very low number, you know. They evidently, they like it. And it's Paradise, 17, 708. Well, we'll make that thousand easy today are you excited about that? Thrilled. We will. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way till 2, but uh, it all depends on how many hostile emails go back and forth between Sarah Bell and Norma Kent and Joyce. We're working for Joyce Fitch, by the way, if anybody thinks we're yeah, no working idea. for anybody else. We are all working for Joyce Fitch. Her name isn't in my contract. She doesn't sign the paychecks, but she's calling all the shots. Just keep that in mind. That's what Kurt Cobain told me. She's calling all the shots. And if anybody ought to be shot... She'd have won. Don't forget tomorrow it's QM's big NFL draft party with the Mad Dogs. Jim Mandich at Hooters and Pembroke Pines. Join Mad Dog along with Joe Zagaki and the Big O, who is rock solid for all your draft day coverage. Join us at Hooters and Pembroke Pines, QM's NFL draft party this Saturday tomorrow, mañana, starting at 10 a.m. and going on to 5 p.m., presented by Heineken, which Josh absolutely loves. He's drinking it by the gallon. This
8: is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. At the honey, Junior. May 5th, Cinco de
2: Mayo. A
8: Mexican national holiday.
2: Some stations are giving away trips to Cancun. Some are giving away trips to Mexico City. But we're bringing Mexico to you. you. That's right. We're giving away Mexicans. Real live Mexican. Ay, caramba. We'll be smuggling illegal aliens across the border in the wheel well of the station van. Then we'll give one to you. Imagine your own personal Mexico. They'll wash your car. clean your house. And Your cry. Anything you want. Because if they don't, you'll have them deported. Adios, amigo. Leave a head collar when you hear this sound And win a Mexican. Members of this station and their families are not eligible to own Mexicans. Bathing and de of Mexicans is winner's responsibility. Station assumes no liability for infectious
3: diseases carried by Mexicans.
2: Celebrate Cinco de Mayo in your own home. Every day. With your very own Mexican. People listening to win.
3: Okay, we'll get to all those the Mexican stories because Monday's the big day. Monday's the uh, big boycott day. Right. I say let's boycott all the Mexicans on Monday. That's what I'm going to do. Sounds like a plan. I'm not even going to talk to any Mexicans on Monday. Neither. I'm not even going to microwave a burrito. Guess who died? Who died? Daniel McKenna. Who? who? Daniel McKenna, former guitarist for the band Toby Bow. Did we hear of Toby Bow? Oh yeah. You did? Absolutely. Let me see if I got some. Did you say absolutely? That's was what found I dead in his home, apparently a victim of suicide. Police said. Maybe he watched that movie, Last Days. That that would do it for me. You want Kurt Cobain? McKenna fifty four died Wednesday. He was one of the original members of the band Toby Bow, which had a hit in seventy eight with My Angel Baby. Not to be confused with the original Angel Baby by Rosie and the Originals. That start out with a real sour note. There you go. My Angel Baby is opposed horrible, to... horrible, horrible song. What he Yeah, but yeah. well, he don't keep picking on dead people. Oh, look, there's oh, like that guitar Got that Phil Henry story. Are you sure? Yeah. We've got trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah We've we, we got Soros, I think is what he was saying. Well, he's got real trouble now because he's dead. He was a phenomenal guitarist. Art Mendoza, former Toby band member, said in a story in yesterday's editions of the McAllen, Texas Monitor. Mendoza said he first heard McKenna play at a club near the McAllen Airport with a band called The American Ice Cream Revolution. Mendoza said McKenna loved the fish. That's what I remember more than anything he said. Oh, he'd have been really good in that movie, Last Days. Every time every time Michael Pitt ran out there into the woods and then by the water there, by the river or a stream, the Kuhulawasi River, whatever that place was, he could have been uh, fishing there. He could have dropped a pole. Toby Bow was the name of one of the last original wooden ship boats, one of the last original wooden seal boats docked in Port Isabel, the newspaper said. How do you like that? I bet you just learned something there. Yeah, I bet you never knew why the to- they were called Toby Bow. I do know. Well, that's great. Here is one of the most staggering stories in the history of broadcasting. Are you sure? Positive. Not really, but... And by the way, Phil...
4: I kick your ass.
3: Right. <laughs> oh, I did a little something with that, as a matter of uh, fact. I kick your ass.
4: I kick your ass. I kick your ass. I kick
3: your ass. I'm just... I'm obsessed with it. Oh... It's one of the greatest things. And, Ellen, you know what else was on last night? I watched a little of it. I got tired. I've seen it a hundred times. Casino. Oh, yeah, yeah. With uh, Robert De Niro, De Niro and Joe Pesci and uh, the baseball and, uh, bats. Sharon and and Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah. And Joe Pesci. And I, I, I'm positive now that Joe Pesci and Boca Bryan are the same person. There's no doubt uh-huh. in my mind. I'm telling you, it's the same person. That's right. When he puts on that silly-ass wig. That's right. Uh, then he becomes Joe Pesci like Superman. And if you ever saw him in his boxer shorts... I don't want to see him. <laughs> Chicken Neck and Joe Pesci, the same identical person. It's just amazing. See, the one thing about Joe Pesci that bothers me a lot... I mean, he, you know if you see him the first time, he can be very funny. Now, he was also right. in... Uh, what's that highly overrated movie that everybody's always... The boxing movie that everybody's always... Raging Bull. About, Raging Bull Schmidt, yeah. yeah. And he played the same role in that movie that he plays in Casino that he played in Goodfellas, that he plays in every movie he's ever been in. He's always the same. Am I right? Did, no, uh, he's
1: one character actor. Absolutely. He was also in
3: Hoffa, you know, which is a very good movie, but the problem yeah. was he was in it and he was playing Joe Pesci again. That's it. The, he's really good movie. at playing Joe Pesci. Yeah. He just, uh, he's a one-note Charlie. That's right. Although, you know something, if he would have been in Last Days, it would have been a big improvement. Oh, yeah. If they, if listen, if there's anybody, here's my challenge, I, I don't think anybody has that many cojones, more than five. But if you saw Last Days and you're going to try to tell me that there was anything redeeming, that that was a movie that any, even animals should watch, I'd, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear the rationale for it. I mean, slow would be the understanding that there just is nothing happening uh, the fact that uh, this character, who's supposed to be Kurt Cobain, is, you know, he's strung out on heroin, and he's staggering around, and he's uh, dressing up in a, in a uh, 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 slip, in a woman's slip, and he's mm-hmm. got these silly-ass shoes on, and he's, like, staggering around, and and then every now and then somebody will come over to the, uh, this mansion he's in and they're trying to see him, and they're running through the plant and he goes running out, always with the same outfit on, covering up his head, and he's got the long hair. And you can't You can't see his face, which is probably just as well, but... It is uh, bizarre. I'm sure somebody out there probably liked it. Because you know me, I'm out of touch.
7: No, no I think you right if,
3: if, if being in touch means liking that movie, I'm ecstatic to be... Out of touch. Yeah. The suits always. I, I think com. I might actually go out and buy it. But I'm going to. No, oh, do don't gonna, do it. No, no. I'm going to have a. Uh, I'll do my Amazon.com or one of those, and I'll send it to you. you oh know, no! I want you to see it for yourself because you'll <laughs> it's say it's on cable right now. I'll watch oh, it. I'll find what, it. What in God's name is this? What? What lunatic? I mean, you have to be. You have to have like drop fifteen sugar cubes right. before you watch it. Give this. me the weekend. It just, I'll get good and baked and, uh, oh, and give it a ba- shot. Ba- no, baked ain't even good enough. You have to be deep fried. All right, I'll shoot up. Phil Henry retires from radio. Are you sure? Okay. Premier Radio Network syndicated host announces that he will retire from his daily national syndicated radio show to pursue his acting career. The final live broadcast of the Phil Henry show will take place on June 23rd. How how are we going to continue? Uh, I mean, isn't that the point at which we can just... Uh... All right. I, what, yep. <laughs> I just don't know how to help. Did you? uh... Yeah, I did. I wiped very uh, thoroughly. I've taken my show as far as I can in the present climate of terrestrial radio, said Henry about his pending departure. In the present climate of terrestrial radio, I've been doing these characters for 16 years. You know, Margaret and uh, whoever the other ones were. About three? I believe it's time for me to take them from behind the microphone and present them in front of the camera. Henry is currently featured in NBC TV sitcom Teachers as cynical history teacher Dick Green. He's also appeared as Judge McCarthy on the sitcom A-USA and made his motion picture debut in 2004 in Trey Parker and Matt Stone's Team America World Police as the voice of intelligence and a t- terrorist character. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, we uh, somebody told you that. No, they didn't. It's well, they I forgot. Did yeah, I, I yeah. love that movie mm-hmm. in spite of that. In addition, Henry has performed numerous character voices on episodes of the animated TV shows King of the Hill and Futurama. So he's now going to be a big TV and movie superstar and say goodbye to Terrestrial Radio. Bye-bye. Okay. There he goes. Because the real Phil Henry that we uh, once knew, he left left not only Terrestrial Radio, he left Terra Firma a long time ago. Makes me sad. Assuming he was ever on it. Right. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a, for what it's worth, facts. Oh, you've been saying for a while now that it's irrelevant to you how Waxy A.M. does during the show since you're competing for different audiences. However, whether intentionally they don't compete with you or whether they figured out that you can't talk straight sports for three hours on a station that does nothing else but talk sports the rest of the day and night, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., Waxy Show is not all sports intensive. Wow. They make sure they address the sports stories up front as they affect South Florida and New York. Oh, and New York. Well, what, what does that mean? <laughs> but then throughout the show, they talk about women, movies, TV, interesting news and gossip of note, fads, family delay, life in general, all with a lean toward humor and comedy, not always successfully. I see. This is another PR stunt, you know. Oh, look at that. He's reading this fax. He's going to give us a... All with a Yeah. Just wanted to put next week's ratings in perspective, whatever that means. Also... Dan LeBastard posed a homosexual question to Hulk Hogan, which really pissed off Hogan, and paints LeBastard in a really unprofessional light. Joe Roeth- Rose and others have played this tape and really ripped into LeBastard, who don't, I don't believe Joe likes anyway. If you were able to get to that, see, I, I don't really care about posing Dan LeBastard or anything about anybody over there. I'm not interested. It, it's, a, it's on such a low level, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, this is obviously somebody who wants to give them a lot of good publicity, and I'm, I'm delighted. I never, you know, whether it was the fan, whether it was RFX, whether any other station, of pretenders that come along, make-believe broadcasters. I mean, take a look at what they got over there. You know, you got your Stugats, and of course, we're trying very desperately to emulate them now. We're trying to out, uh, bush league right. them.
4: Ow, ow! I kick your ass. Right,
3: like that. And then, of course, not to mention the fact that we bring back the unmentionable ones. People like, uh, oh, I'll find him. He's in here somewhere. Like this, five, six, seven.
8: Oh, H560. Yeah,
3: he put the O oh. in the O-H. Oh, my God. Wow. 770 votes on the poll. The one that I'm really... Look at that. You're out of touch, Neil. Look how many that's got. About
8: 30, man. This is Neil Rogers. And you're right. And
3: I'm pleased to be this out of touch with downtown Miami. QA. Suburban Miami.
8: You bastards.
3: Bye-bye, Dontrell. Nice to you. Just the job now, Larry. Don't get upset. Larry, the beanstalk is being stuck. Never
1: washed his hair or seemed to have a care. Cobain. His name was Kurt. Now he's pushing up dirt. Cobain. Wiping drool from his chin. Doing heroin. Cobain. Nirvana was hot, and now it's Kurt, they ain't got, Cobain. He got high, said goodbye, then he died, Cobain. Made a million an hour, never took a shower, Cobain. He's a number one hit in heaven's big mosh pit, Cobain.
0: I'm dying over here.
1: He'll meet Elvis the king and say grunge was my thing, Cobain. So if you're filled with doubt, don't take Kurt's way out, Cobain. He got high, said goodbye, then he died. Don't, 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 don't. Cobain.
3: And he's still dead. Twenty-seven before eleven. I think Courtney done it. Not Courtney Cox. Alan Courtney did it. Oh, okay. WQAM. Hello. Kurt Cobain line. Hello. Hey Neely. Yeah.
9: What's the dealie? What do you got? Hey, um, I saw uh, I saw Last Days, and I'm one of the and few you... that liked it.
3: Based on what?
9: Send it to George.
3: Based on what?
9: Uh well, you know, it's a, he was a, you know, he lived a tragic life and it was a tragic death and I the way that his friends
3: use Tra- the word I'll write for the movie, yeah, tragic. The way
9: his friends mooched off him really bothered me.
3: But um Well what does that have to do with the movie though? We're not talking about Kurt Cobain and his life. We're talking about this piece of celluloid garbage is what we're talking about. <laughs> Well, what did you like about it? You said you're one of the few who liked it. Based um, on,
9: you know, I just thought it the way that he the lived acting his was last good. You liked the dialogue. It was really bizarre the way he yeah. lived his last days.
3: Uh-huh.
9: Uh, when the guy comes to his house and he invites him in and tries to hold a conversation, it was just, it was just really bizarre. But um I have a movie I want to recommend to you. It, oh, if it's um, as
3: good as that one, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Well it's a tragic comedy. It's um uh Philip Seymour Hoffman, the guy from uh Boogie Nights.
3: Right, I know him well, yeah.
9: Uh the movie's called Love Liza. It's a tragic comedy Is um his wife dies.
3: I guess you like tragic movies. But oh, so, yeah, why do not? Live? Do you live in Miami?
9: I'm a big Requiem fan too. Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I, you're probably
3: I, sitting there with a loaded piece right now.
9: I'm the last uh, American guy that uh, lives out in Hialeah still.
3: Oh, so. my. Well, no wonder you're depressed.
9: So you can imagine.
3: That's tragic.
9: But uh, make sure you send that movie out to uh
3: Oh, I'm going to gonna, George. I'm gonna George give George Trump. a copy, because if he likes it, I will never speak to him again. <laughs> okay, good luck, Pally. All
9: right, take it Don't
10: easy. Don't pull
3: the trigger, man. You sound not, like you still got a couple of weeks left. No, never. Okay. Later. Wow. There's a guy. See? And at least he had the cajones, I'll give him credit for that. Right? That's all we can ask. And of course, if they find where he is in Hailey, he won't have cojones anymore because uh, they, they're ready for lunch. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty. Are oh, the Verizon singular wireless line? That's no bull. Oh, here's your buddy is on line nine. Now maybe it's the guy from Saint Petersburg that uh, gave you a hard time. QAM Saint Pete line. Hey, Neil, hope you
10: feel better.
2: I
3: took yep. see
10: the movie, and the only good part is that he did die, because it was really, really wrong. Yeah,
3: he would have just uh, pulled the trigger at the beginning. The yeah, two it would, hours have of this, of nothing.
10: would have saved us a lot of time. I would have rather watch Wizard of Oz again. But anyway, yep. hope
0: you feel better.
3: Thanks, Kelly. Right. See, that line, the nine works just fine from all over the universe. And George had right. some jackass in St. Pete yesterday. He wrote back and apologized. Did he really? For giving uh, me and our fine chief engineer a hard time. No, we don't have a fine chief engineer. Our engineering staff, uh, although I can't blame the engineers for what's been going on on the crossover. That's that's uh, what we determined yesterday, and when we uh, wrote back on that. That's in the control room. We have incompetence going on in there, and of course, our management and even our middle. Well, some of the people involved in are part of the middle level management, so when they're the ones that are screwing up, nothing's going to get straightened out there. You see, this is the thing that somebody there needs to explain to Clarabelle. That is, that he's taken the inmates and put them in charge of the asylum, the very people who are responsible for so many of our problems, minor ones, major ones, stand major ones, and in between. He is now allowing these people to, like, run the uh, asylum, and that is absolutely Un- acceptable. It's just uh, its not going to fly. Okay. So he may think that he's had some run-in with Norma and certain other individuals recently, but he ain't seen nothing yet because people aren't just going to sit still and allow him to dismantle the place. Lot, Forget about the money, which, of course, is the only reason I'm here, but forgetting about that. But a lot of people put a lot of hard work into making that into whatever the hell it became, which at one time was pretty damn successful, and just to sit back and allow him to watch other people dismantling it and turning it into a you know a bowl full of soupy jello is not anything that any of us had envisioned. That's not what we uh, had in mind, you know what I'm saying? What it's not a little bit melodramatic. Not as melodramatic, though. Uh, tell your uh, former uh, operations manager they're quit being such a drama queen. No, no, no. Oh, my God. It comes in this morning about some sales issue, and, uh, you know, and so my voice is squeaky. I mean, you know, I've been fighting off the flu or a cold, whatever this is, for several days. not the end of the world. I'm not dying over here yet, unfortunately. And... Uh, no, He's no. like hyperventilating. Like, oh, no. oh, are you gonna be all right. No, I'm I'm on death's door. In fact, I, I'm going back to bed. How's that, Duff? Just relax. You fair I
4: kick your ass. Right.
3: Just cut it out. Just being such a drama queen. Oh, oh, I'm looking at the <laughs> facts. Oh. That's to make it feel better. Oh, Andy in Miami Beach says. My vote for today's poll, both, it, it sucks. Don't go to downtown Miami. That It's making a great comeback since these buildings take years to build and few actually open yet. It's just one big construction site with a crane in every corner. Sometimes those cranes fall down. I just wonder what will happen to all these 70-story high glass buildings lined up next to each other when a Cat 5 rolls through. Phil Henry, they were speculating on IOD this morning that this retirement business is just another bit of his. Oh, Oh, would that be something or what? Would that yeah, would that, be... that would be something or nothing. That would be, nothing, that would be nothing, the epitome be. of contrived crap. That would be almost as good as the last days. Not quite, though. Also, there's a very, very funny picture of two topless women on Miami Herald website. Scroll down to photos of the day. Click. Uh... Okay, Andy, whatever you say. I'm not really interested in a picture of women, but I'm sure George and Josh will be right on it. I wonder when Josh is going to attack Zach. Have that, that was very poorly executed yesterday, by the way, the, the group oh, of uh, losers who decided no uh, that that was going to be their their crank uh, effort du jour. Very poorly executed because the first guy evidently has a bad hearing problem and said uh, something about Kathy.
5: See, if we don't know what they're talking about. It doesn't really right. have any effect. No, that's
3: okay. Kathy, who evidently he was supposed to say Zach. So I would maybe he's got Rush Limbaugh syndrome. I mean, my ears are plugged up bad from the cold, but even I could hear what he was saying. So what? get with it. If you're going to do a crank job, at least do it right. I can't wait to hear the scintillating. Uh, you know what that reminds me of? That fax, that first fax you sent me about across the street? hmm You remember when they started with uh, the fan, with that 1980 on the radio dial? Right. right. Like never, never even showed up in the ratings. They had, like, fractions. Kind of like the one across the street now. Uh, and, and I remember uh, it was somebody in our sales department back then. I remember who it may have been Gary Sarner. I don't think he wanted to tell me who it was because it was too obnoxious. And, oh, that's a show for guys. That's a guy show. They're talking about women and strip clubs and, and guy talk on there. It's not some fag, you know, like uh, like we I got, got. I don't remember who. It could have been any one of them. Yeah, it could have been anyone. Or who was the former sales manager that they had, like, practically had a fist fight in the hall at that time? What the hell was it? L- Len Lee uh, Cutler. Oh, yeah. What a, what a memory, huh? Very nice. God, was he yeah. a jackass or what? And he, now, who did he have that brawl with? It was nearly oh, a uh, Huh? I forgot. That was good. Boy, oh, I wish the hell we had the audio from that. 816 votes on the poll. We'll have that thousand so easy it's not even worth talking about. Like rolling right off a log, or like dropping a log. Speaking of dropping a log, be sure and watch Last Days, Gus Van Zandt. It's a classic. It's a killer. Kill two hours. I mean, seriously, if you thought the man who wasn't there was slow, mm-hmm. that was like on uh, like, a, like a Mexican jumping bean in heat compared to this thing last days. It, it's not that it starts somewhere and eventually very slowly goes somewhere. It, it just doesn't go anywhere. But when, although I think when I send it to you and you watch it, I, I know exactly where it's going to go.
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Rogers. Ah. MTV presents Nine Inch Nails,
0: Unplugged. I wanna f you like an animal. Damn it, this thing's not on. How come this isn't working? <laughs> you, tre- you knocked over my bongo. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails, unplugged,
3: only on MTV. Okay, I'm uh, in the middle of ordering you the uh, CD, the DVD, I'm sorry. All right. I'll finish it during the next break. You're, you're, you're going to have a virgin copy on DVD, no less. Spectacular. Of course, once you sit down to watch it, you're not going like, to be able to keep I'll changing keep the channel just like drugs until it's good. There you go. Until you're looking, just barely see the screen, just barely, you know, sense that you're alive. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon signal wireless line. We got Geldy again today. Four o'clock. Oh my goodness! Wow. WQAM. Hello.
9: He'll be going in Canada.
3: Yeah. Wow. He yesterday because he won't be calling on Thursdays. You notice he wasn't on yesterday. Wonder what happened. He get, no, he gets his treatment on Thursdays. Oh, I see. Thought he got hung up. WQAM. Hello. Hello, Neil. S- yes, sir.
9: I hope you feel better.
3: Um, Joe Pesci was in Hoffa. That was Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny DeVito. That's correct. Right. I stand corrected. But they're about the same height. <laughs> no,
9: nah, I
3: think he's shorter. He's shorter than the Joe Pesci?
9: Oh, yeah. He's I When it comes powerful. up to Joe Pesci's
3: armpit, I would say. yeah. No, Danny DeVito is all right. I like him. No, right. uh, but
9: Joe
3: Pesci, he was good in Goodfellas.
9: Come on. He was good in what? In Goodfellas.
3: Well, no, he always plays the same role. I'm not saying he wasn't good, but he's just always the same. If you only saw him in that one movie, you'd say, boy, he's pretty good. But then when you see him in Casino and he's playing the same damn role again, and then you see him in some other flick and he's still playing the same role. You know, do something a little bit different, but he's a one-trick pony. Uh, is but, what uh, have you ever seen a movie that he made with
9: uh, Rodney No. No. No? Uh, back in the 80s? No, I never seen it? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I got and take
3: care, okay? Okay, see you. I'll take. I'll take whatever I can get. Five six seven oh five sixty. Yeah. I guess he was offended by the fact I said Joe Pesci's always the same. I didn't, you know. He is. He is. It's on my nerves, to be honest with you, because he's always Joe Pesci playing Joe Pesci. Right. I don't you know. Dudes, if you're going to be an actor, you know, do something a little bit out of character. Like, Play, like uh, acting, you mean? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Instead of just going out there and being a little chicken neck. We know chicken neck and we like him a lot, but uh, he is what he is, you know. Goofball. WQAM, hello. Dale. Yes, sir.
8: Cliver, did
9: you say Gus Van Zandt did that movie you're
6: talking about? Who what? The the movie you're talking about,
1: who was the director? Gus Van Zandt.
6: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, there's this other movie called Elephant. Yeah, that's right. Boring.
3: I didn't it's, see that one, but I also read some of the reviews of it, said it was yeah. slower than molasses. You don't want to.
7: No, so, yeah, the way the strictly works, for so suits, like man.
3: It. Like I said, strictly for suits. It's like it's like people listen to jazz and people who watch, uh, who look at Andy Warhol art. You know, oh, you're just you're just too much of a slob to understand that, Neil. That's a problem. You're out of touch and you're just not uh, hip and cool and yada yada. You know, fill in the blanks. Just didn't spend all your time in those coffee houses in the village. You know, with Arnie Ginsberg and all those pseudo intellectuals. Uh, yeah, the one thing that I always really impress, it's like the people that join Mensa, you know. They sit around and uh, congratulate each other on how much smarter they are than everybody else. Not that they're condescending, you would understand. They would never do right. that. But there's so much, uh, uh, several cuts above all the rest of us. Oh, look at that. Clinton against McCain. Oh, look at look at him. He looks like he had the old bicycle bump in the neck again. Are you going to make me turn it on there? No, she's not on right now. All right. Now. Let's see. Hillary. Favorable opinion, 76% Democrats, 45% independents. Only 20% Republicans, they don't like that bitch. Well, who cares about them anyway? And uh, John McCain, Democrats 43, independents 49, Republicans 48. So I guess they're trying to make the case. I hope they do run him because, boy, he's got a lot of baggage. Yeah. And especially when he latched onto George Bush's star here Mm -hmm. these last uh, couple of weeks. All of a sudden, he he pulled that Phil Henry, you know. He's doing the turncoat routine. Very sad. 836 votes on the poll. Let's see how downtown Miami looks from your perspective, from where you sit. Dade County is a foreign country, 367. We're going to boycott it. Not. It sucks. Don't go there, 196. I'm boycotting downtown Miami. I'm never going there. It's making a great comeback, 115. 13.7% say downtown Miami's making a great comeback. There's cranes on every corner. Whooping cranes. Maybe that's what I got. Whooping cough. Never been there. Forty-three. Believe me, you're missing nothing. I just, I just farted so bad that it's making the paint peel off the well, wall. I better light a candle. Oh my God! Well, it, when you have the flu, you know it's just. Uh, I was having one of that. those yesterday. Huh? An all farting day yesterday. Oh, th- this is. I'm, I'm sitting here like in a. My eyes are misting. Oh boy, I'm playing misting for you. You us to set the fire alarm off. It's become a tourist trap. Thirty-six. You're out of touch, Neil. Thirty-two. Yeah, you're out of touch. With South Florida. Thank God. I hate this poll, 28, and it's uh, paradise, only 19. Say downtown Miami is paradise. We ever going to do the, uh, I guess, Monday huh, for the crossover again? Humper will be back from the Derby? Well, we think. Now, wait a minute. No, we won't. The Derby's not tomorrow. Derby's a week from tomorrow. So, so what, is, what does that mean? We uh-huh. don't have next week's schedule, do we? I do not. No. Maybe the brain trust is back there trying to figure out who to put on two to, to four. Because, you know, then they'll probably make the change before the book comes out. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. See, that happen all the time. Make a big change and the book comes out. Oh, gee, we didn't realize so-and-so was kicking ass. We just uh, fired his ass. See it all the time in the square business. Wouldn't that be something if that turned out to be a stunt by Phil Henry? That would be really... Are you sure? It's boring, really uh, boring and sleep-inducing right. and... Mm-hmm. Sad, predictable. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. Um,
10: you're feeling a little naked without Hank today,
3: aren't you? No, No, is that who ne- it is? Well, how come we didn't pot him down yet? Five six seven oh five sixty. No, I don't. Uh, Hank and I don't. We have the same wardrobe. And Tom 560, and six didn't even in singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello.
9: Hey, Neil. Uh, Joe Pesci. Did uh, you ever see Lethal Weapon? No. He was kind of kind of different in that movie and in Where was
3: George said different? he wasn't any different. He said he was still Joe Pesci playing Joe Pesci. Interesting sure
9: voice. Anyway, uh, Kurt Cobain, man, I'm glad
6: that guy's dead because he ruined
10: good music. Anybody
6: yeah. can play three chords and no guitar solos.
9: Anyway, I thought he sucked, and I'm glad he <laughs>
7: Have a good day. <laughs> okay.
9: Bye. Okay.
3: How do you like that? There, There is the typical South Florida guy. Don't know, uh. No Rachmonis. No Rachmanis, man. The guy blows his brains out. Or maybe Courtney done it. Or maybe uh, the dog done it. I don't know. I, I, I don't care. He drove no into it. He just I have no interest in him, in that group, in any of that swill. Uh, none. And they make movies about it. And there are people who actually, see, it goes to show you. Every, you know, they say every dog has his day or something crap like that. Whatever what they, they say. say. And uh, it's just the way it is, you know. No matter how bad it is, there'll be the people out there who'll try to make uh, you know chicken liver out of chicken droppings, pigeon liver out of pigeon droppings. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. We're discussing the life and times of Kurt Cobain. WQAM. Hello. Good morning.
9: Two things you forgot about my cousin Vinny.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Good move. Another one exactly the same. Right. Uh,
9: and then, and how the
3: heck do I get out of South Florida on a one-way ticket? Yes, you. we'll send you a compass and a road map, Pally. Right. Just keep the beach to your right as you walk north. Don't be so negative. It sounds to me like you're out of touch with all the good things that are happening in South Florida. You better you better develop more positive altitude, mister, like about 37,000 feet in the air, and fly your ass out of there. Look at that phone, man. Is that is that the way it's going to be all day? I'm on death's door here today. I don't really feel all bad. My head's plugged up. Mm-hmm. Started to be able to speak a little bit better because you, you are uh, clearing up a little bit. No, days. you know the reason for that. What's that? Because early I was drinking club soda. Oh, cause just because I had it. it. Yeah, and it just doesn't cut it. You no, know. You no, know I mean I don't know how to describe it. But when no, you I got exactly mung, what you're talking when about. you got the mung in your throat, you need something that really cuts through. So my yeah. caffeine-free Diet Pepsi works really well for me. So now I'm into that. And you notice how the right. dramatic difference. It'll clean your chrome too. Mm. Ah, it's a machaya man. If this phone is going to be like this all day, I'm going to, well, uh, Bits and Music, I really am, because this, uh, this is about as distressing to me as anything I have ever seen in my life. Even yesterday was an improvement. Yesterday was like Chronic Thursday. hmm In fact, wow. that's what... You know what I need maybe to recover from this flu? is A little Chronic Tonic. <laughs> Don't you think? Can't hurt. Maybe some tonic. A little Chronic <laughs> Tonic in... Sounds were symphonic. We had a lot of the, that one yesterday. We had your buddy Kenny, who had his uh, David Cassidy blow-up doll, propped up against the radio. WQAM, hello. Who
9: hey, is George? Yep. Hey, George, what's up? It's Willie. Hey, I want to talk to uh, a about uh, that new movie that came out today, the 9 movie.
3: Yeah.
9: I got something to say about that.
3: But what do you got to say?
9: Uh, that's just, uh, I just want to talk to a about it, because uh, it's like opening a, an old woman. I don't think that movie should have been made.
3: I agree. They have no idea what really happened anyway. It's just a piece uh, of fiction, and they're trying to pass it off. But hey, like well,
9: I think the guy that should have made the movie, he should have made all the money to the
8: 9-11, something to 9-11. Did you think? Did he do it? No, he's not going to do it. No. Of course,
3: Sticking it in, in his pocket? That's of right. Of course. That, that would be like making a movie about Jesus and putting the profits in your pocket. Yeah, yeah it would be well, obnoxious. exactly. Okay. So, all right. Well, Mel, Mel Gibson's in I don't want to see it anyway. Have you let Mel Gibson, Gibson put it, put it on, it on put that Put it I'll pass the message on to right. me. Would you just calm down? They all do that. They're all <laughs> like, yeah, he was a good guy. He was a very good guy. He's okay, and he actually yeah, I, I agree with what he it. said. Although well, I haven't seen it, maybe it's a fine movie. But of course, it's a I, piece of fiction. I have no. Uh, I don't like when desire. they take fiction and they try to pass it off as historical fact. But, I don't but they ever do that? I like it a lot every just day. Just like just like Last Days right. with Michael Pitt. A not of isn't stuff that interesting. That the only the only hook that got me on that. Was because I saw that movie The Dreamers, where, you know, um, mm-hmm. he did look pretty good in that because a lot of makeup. But, and you had seen it, and I saw, I'm mm-hmm. flipping through the movie channels and I see Last Days, 2005, Michael Pitt. And I thought, well, just, I just want to curious to see what he looks like in this one. You know what I'm saying? In other words, yes. does he look as bad That's as those right. pictures on the internet or does he look, you know, human? And and you really never know because you never see his face, Right. Because he's just stoned off his ass, and the long hair is always covering up his face, and even if you did see his face, he's got this eighty day growth of beard and you know, like uh and then he when he goes outside when he keeps running away from these people who keep coming to visit him, he's got this like uh it's like in the middle of spring, I guess or fall winter, I don't know what time of the year, but it's it's not cold and and he keeps wearing in this parker with the hood up over his head, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it has something to do with Courtney Love.
8: This is Neil Rogers.
3: You probably want to hide, too.
8: This is 560 QAM.
3: This is the Neil Rogers Show.
5: <laughs> this is your brain.
0: I think you asked.
5: Any questions?
10: Yo, man. No. Open up, man. Yo, what you want, man?
0: You know this hamburger?
2: No. It looks funny. Oh, smells funny too. You want to try it? I'm not going to try it. You try it.
0: Let's give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. All right. Think i pass on eating this sandwich that I bought at the store. Yeah, they had it on sale this Yes, once I used to eat red meat just like a barbarian But since I heard about mad cow, I'm turning vegetarian You know, I think a man that I'm with you I'm not to eat the meat from the cow to go more. I say no, no to the beef buffet And say hello instead to a bishop of the hay and it leaves me with a question.
8: What's in the meat?
0: It demands more inspection. What's in the meat? Know you're eating some infection. What's in the meat? Can give you such indigestion. It's
3: 1103 at 560 I'm Speaking of indigestion, we got guilty at 2 this afternoon. Maybe that's what I have. Maybe I got geldi That could be it. My allergy's acting up again big time. Uh-huh. I think he's fabulous, man. I just can't wait to hear that voice again. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. I want to hear about all the good things that are happening in downtown Miami, because I'm out of touch. How many people say that? Thirty five, four percent say I'm out of touch. Just and you guys are out of touch too, because you just you're right there and you won't go downtown. Yeah. You to so the Clark. I went there down there last going, year. Downtown. Yeah. You said where'd you go to Bayside or somewhere? I went to the uh, the arena there to see a concert. No, well the arena doesn't count. That's that's like saying exactly. When you, When's the last time we were in Sunrise? A lot of us at the Sawgrass. I was at the, the Macarena. I mean, that, that doesn't. Well, count. What the
6: hell else are you going to do in downtown Miami?
3: You can go to That's what I'm trying to find out. That's what inquiring minds want to know. And since obviously we got, let's see, it's making a great comeback. 119 people said that. You know, put your money where you put your mouth where your ass is, man. Let's go. Let's hear it. I don't know what the hell there is to do there. Maybe 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 they'll give you something so exciting and enticing. Maybe Zach is waiting for you there. I don't know. It's a good place for him. WQAM. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir.
7: Hey,
6: may I speak to Neil. Speaking. Hey, um, <coughs> crash. <coughs> oh. What is it? Crash. Terrible. Terrible movie.
3: Excellent movie. One of the best I've seen in years.
6: Uh, I think you should
10: reconsider.
3: Oh, in other words, I should reconsider and agree with your opinion? In other words, I should reconsider? I'll tell you what, I'll watch it again and see if I can come to your conclusion, make you happy. How's that, schmuck? I think you should reconsider. That is one of the great, seriously, mark it down. That is one of the great calls I've ever had in my life. In other words, if you didn't like it, you're entitled. I mean, you have crappy taste, but uh, he probably liked Brokeback Mountain better, to which I would say... You fairy! That's all. Brokeback Mountain sucks. Which, by the way,
6: uh, Greg Reed stopped me in the hall and said that you should definitely finish the movie because it's all about the ending. It's a really good movie.
3: Yeah, I think you should finish the movie, too. Yeah, based, based on his recommendation, I think that uh, cinches it. I, I think mean, as much is... material you got out of the beginning, we just, think just of what you said in the I, end. I am not watching the rest of Broke Ass Mounting, okay? There's no <laughs> chance. Now, the good news for George, for both of you, is because he can loan it to you. And I sent you my also... original copy, man. Would you listen to me? All right. It's on the way. Now, I just, I didn't, uh, you know, it's 27. So I didn't get you one of those used ones, you know, so I got. Right. To it. But it's on the way. You'll have it three to five business days. So that means by, by this time next week, in other words, you're all set up for next weekend. That's right. Isn't that exciting? Um, I'm thrilled. I'll buy a bag, especially for that movie. Oh, you'll need a bag. <laughs> 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 just call up Delta maybe you can borrow some of their bags. You'll need some of those time, Believe you <laughs> me, you'll be pu- you think you were bad on uh, Wednesday. You'll be puking your guts out big time. You know, uh, seriously, you you sit there and yeah. you you stare at the screen and you ask yourself, right. when is something going to happen? Please, I have a, I have a particular please. peeve about movies where nothing happens oh, at, or listen, it happens slowly. Listen to me, this is the epitome of that. There is yeah. nothing happening. I mean, less than nothing. And we have these still scenes that go on. The, the one, the scene with the house and the tree. Yeah, it, it's it, like I said, it's probably about five minutes, but it, it seems like five hours. And it, and the camera doesn't move. And then there's another one where they're showing out in the woods. There's a scene, and I guess you know the pseudo intellectuals would say, "Oh, this is so artistic," you know. And, and they show the. There's a little bit of a breeze and the leaves are blowing, you know, they're like, uh, the leaves are moving, and you can see that there's a bird, and we, and we watched that for at least a minute, and it, it seems like 15 hours of it, you know, just, well, what what is this supposed to represent? What, why am I watching this? I mean, I know that when the wind blows a little bit, the leaves kind of like move back Yeah, although the leaves at least were moving, you know, that was as much action as I think we saw in the whole movie as the leaves were moving. Uh, I, I just can't even begin to describe it. That, that's why you have to watch it for yourself. And when you're done watching that, you'll be you'll be ready for the bull. Believe me. WQAM, hello.
4: I'll be a hooter. Okay,
3: good. Uh huh. Only one thing we want you to be, and that's dead. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
6: Yeah, you know, I, I was curious. You say Crash is a good movie. What did you find appealing about it?
3: What did I find appealing about yeah, it? Yeah, what
6: did you like about the movie? What made it good?
3: The story I thought was compelling. I thought it was like Magnolia in that it had the different vignettes about different people, uh, all related to each other in some bizarre way. The acting was excellent. Other than that, what's not to like? A lot of surprises. Well, you
6: know, I thought the acting was good in it, too. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. But, I mean, they just played out the same boring stereotypes. You know, and just put them in obvious, ironic situations. No, where, no, oh, they, they, well, weren't course, no they weren't boring. they weren't boring
3: stereotypes. They were honest stereotypes. They were honest uh, evaluations of the way real people feel about life. I uh, suppose.
6: Uh, huh? I, I suppose. I guess I just, I, I don't know how other people feel. And As opposed to the usual politically
3: correct horse crap that they usually feed us.
6: Yeah. Well, did, you, did you ever see the movie Emoros Peril? No. No, you should check that out sometime. Some Very similar style. But I thought... Well, why would so I want to see that? Uh,
3: if I if you didn't like Crash, why would I want to see that?
6: Well, no, I, I mean, you know, I'm not saying Crash is a bad movie. I'm just saying that I thought, you know, the stereotypes were overplayed. They've been done lots of times before. And there's been a dozen movies come out in the past year where they've had four unconnected stories of people who all, you know, collide in one seemingly, you know, unpredictable situation. Uh, other,
3: other, than, other than Magnolia, which isn't in the last year, but other than that, name me another one.
6: All right, let's see. What was another one that came out recently? Uh... Who's the one with um, Benicio Del Toro, where he hits the uh, the girl uh, on accident, the family crossing the street, and uh, it's got Sean Penn in it, too. And, uh, oh, come on, you got to know what I'm talking about. Oh, I, ha-
3: I never I saw it know. I have no idea.
6: Oh, really? All right. And uh, let's see, what else is coming out uh, recently? I don't know. You kind of put me on the spot with that there. I'll have to look it up a little bit, and I'll tell you. Well, what. do a little but research. I know, I know research. quite a few movies that were similar to that in the past well, couple I'm, of years. I'm,
3: not, I'm not saying that it's unique. I mean, very few movies are unique but mm-hmm. I, just thought, I thought it was very well done, and it kept my interest, and it, it had a lot of action, and it moved, and it wasn't boring and ponderous, and the acting was sensational, and uh, I, I just enjoyed it. No, it certainly wasn't ponderous. See, but I, see I, I know that this, this comes... I'm not talking about you, but I'm just in general. Uh, there are some people that you have to go through this whole... Uh, the people who consider themselves students of film. It's just like with music, you know, and they want to critique this. I, I, I don't watch a movie that way. I, I, I sit down with an open mind. I, I put the DVD in there or turn on the cable, ho- you know, hoping for the best, hoping they're going to enjoy it. And I did. I, I, I'm not going to go through a whole technical explanation of all the angles. and the, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just not into that crap.
6: No, I'm just curious what you found enjoyable about the film. I mean, see I, that I too, thought the
3: story was I, very compelling and uh, kept you glued to was it. It, it. Was it predictable?
5: Everything's a right. the formula these days. You, at no point did you know what was going to right. happen, so you had a lot of suspense and a lot of surprises.
3: the I would have to disagree with
6: that. I had the movie pegged from the very beginning. I mean, I knew it was going to happen all the way through, no, how they didn't. were all going to connect together. I mean, I
3: did. You're a dirty liar.
6: I tell you, I did. So, I so in other words, you, was, you knew that, that Ryan Philippe was going to shoot them. You knew that, that gonna the happen. kid
3: was going to pull out that uh, that little chosky there, and Ryan Philippe was going to blow him away? You knew that there were blanks in the gun. Oh, I knew you, definitely. You knew, knew no Matt Dillon was going to save her later
8: yeah, that on. Was, yeah. That was obvious. You're too smart
3: for us. I can't I can't talk film with you because you're too smart for us. A filthy liar is what he is. Okay. A dirty, filthy oh, he, liar. Uh, well, he's a liar, and he said he liked the movie, and then, uh, then he turns around, and he's ripping every aspect of it. How how the hell could anybody have known there were blanks in the gun? That was right. one of the most. And of course, if you didn't see it, we're ruining the whole thing for it. But blame him, not us. Right. I would like to know what happened to Ryan Philippe there at the end of the movie, because uh, you know if he's out there hitchhiking, I'll go pick him up. What? <gasps> no, you're right. He needs a ride, man. He, set he, fire he to the car. He's hitching a ride. That's right. He's uh, hitching a ride. Cute. Look, I like Ryan Philippe, okay? I think he's a uh, fine American. Who was he married to? I don't know, you but don't? that turned me around on him because uh, I, I was I hating really, him. Really? Well, don't, don't tell him. on the that. movie
6: that, uh, that I saw with the one where he's
3: nah, like this in the movie. Uh, oh, uh, that, 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 that was still a good out. movie, though. That was also Benicio del Toro was in that. See? You know, that okay. was a good movie. That, I'm not going to uh, have to go get about. it in the other room again. So, yeah. I, can't, I can never think of the name of that movie. Oh, for Christ. But that was very good, and James Conn was in it, and he was imitating James Conn. Is that he was imitating? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was imitating a hailed. Hits you the right there. You go, Vanity Fair, no less. Well, this smash. is just to
6: kill some time so you can find that movie. By the way, he's married to Reese Witherspoon. Oh, the my
5: trailer. God. It's another reason
3: not to like him. Why is that? Well, that's right. You hate Reese oh, Witherspoon. He's I ugly that. and scary. <clears throat> well, at least he's not some... Uh, Gay. ...sailor. <laughs> although, he, although he was in 54, and he... Trying to think, oh, Michael Pitt turned down the rule in '54. In reading his bio, I'm I'm so glad too because Ryan Phillippe was very good in that movie. Was he talking like they Yeah, he was. No, he was not talking like that. But Michael Michael Pitt was. See, Michael Pitt wasn't talking at all in in the last days. He just mumble mumble like that. Listen. When you, I, I, there, there is nobody in the world that can do This is one of those things you have to experience. I, I, my verbal abilities, my capacity are, are limited, but when you watch it for yourself, you'll say... I can't wait to feel this the gravity of it. It's indescribable. It's just, um, you know... And the, fa- and the fact that there are the pseudo-intellectuals who will say, oh, but this is really a work of art, it's a masterpiece, Van Zandt is a genius. That's, see, that's the part that really will send you into orbit when you think about that. Thirteen past eleven at QM it's the guilty warm up show. Getting ready for that. Ow. Great sound. An ounce to a sound.
0: And we the
3: Once in a generation,
5: a movie comes along that changes the way we look and think about film. Brokeback Mountain is that film. Here's what people in New York City are saying about Brokeback Mountain.
0: Brokeback Mountain, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. Literally, I cried the entire time. And Heath Ledger's performance, oh, it was amazing. I love that movie.
5: Here's what people in Arkansas are saying about Brokeback Mountain.
0: I mean, you see that flick? I mean, I don't know. I saw two, I, I, two guys, and then the, the two guys. Hey.
5: Unfortunately, his head just exploded. Here's what people in Los Angeles are saying about Brokeback Mountain.
0: Oh, my God.
5: It breaks my heart. Just... Yes, beautiful love story. I mean, really?
0: How can you ask for anything more? Just gorgeous, fabulous, fantastic.
5: Here's what people in Utah are saying about Brokeback Mountain. I thought I was going to see a
8: cowboy movie, and then all of a sudden, in a the tent, they just went.
5: Unfortunately, his head just exploded. This winter, one movie is breaking box office records and connecting with the heart and soul of America. Brokeback Mountain has won virtually every major critics group award for Best Picture. Here's what people in San Francisco are saying about Brokeback Mountain it's magic. Pure and simple magic. I felt this movie in my soul, my heart. Here's what people in Alabama are saying about Brokeback Mountain.
2: My God, there's a couple of gay guys
5: in it. Unfortunately, his head just exploded. Brokeback Mountain. Not for everyone, especially if you live in a square state.
3: I think I know why Greg liked that so much. It brought back a lot of memories of uh, Andrew Ashton Woods. I see. 20 past 11 at 560 WQM. Don't forget, it's QM's big NFL draft party with the Mad Dog at Hooters and Pembroke Pines tomorrow. Join Jim Mandich and Joe Zagaki and the Big O. Rock solid. For your draft day coverage. And uh, be sure and join them at Hooters and Pembroke Pines for the NFL draft party tomorrow, starting at 10 in the morning and goes on all the way till 5 in the afternoon. Presented by Heineken. Now. Heineken! That's Sorry, right, I lost it. 925 votes. We're going to have, before noon, we'll have our 1,000. Are you impressed or what? I'm impressed. I'm just going to go out there and have to watch Crash again just to make sure I, you know, and then I'm going to reevaluate. Re- 5670560, oh, pound five. Well, you know, we still don't hear about all these good things that are happening in downtown Miami. That, that's, that's why I'm really skeptical about this. You well, know, you know, it, maybe they're busy yeah. having a good time, too busy enjoying all those things. Well, to if, if that's about the case, it. then how come they're voting on the poll? They have their laptop with them. Is that it? Well, it's a hot spot, you know. Uh, and that must be it. Because 121 people say downtown Miami making a great comeback. And I'd like to hear about all these attractions that people ought to be going and seeing and shopping dining at. Dining and dancing. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Joey Carr is down there dining and dancing. And the phone is as dead as a doornail. And once that delay catches up in about 20 minutes, you wait and see. I so they're all at that block party downtown. They're all, no, they're all at Bayside. 5670560. Oh, you know this idea that the ending is the whole thing about a movie. That's what you have to wait and see. If I have to go through two hours of terminal boredom, so so bad that even the sheep were nodding off, I, I I don't care what the ending is. It's not of any consequence to me. You follow what I'm saying? No, you're right. In other words, there are a lot of movies that are very fascinating, and then we're not real happy with the ending. In right. fact. It'll it make a crash. A Crash, the ending isn't satisfactory to me because there's a lot of loose ends and a lot of... Bu- but no, they can't do. go on forever, you know, like I tried telling you about Magnolia. There's a lot of interesting stories. It may, You know, have a yeah. sequel or something, but the movie can't go on for like seven hours. It just can't go on forever. Or they could edit out some fat. All your questions.
5: What? They could have edited out some fat.
3: One in, or, in it, or Yeah, or just written it differently. Even Tom Cruise was good in that movie. What does that mean? Right. You? You're and fair. That, that storyline was great and it ended. I don't think he had to do much acting for that part either. You follow what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he was. No, I, I think uh-huh. that was him. Well, sadly, he he can be a good actor. You do notice that, that in in um, what that was the movie in Frisky Business when he was right. in his underwear uh-huh. dancing around on the couch. That uh-huh. was a pleasure to dance it on the couch on Oprah. So he's got this thing on the couch. <laughs> really? Well, I don't want to he tell tell you take what it with us. Yeah, I think he does everywhere. WQAM, hello. of the gun, yeah. Way of the Gun. Thank yeah, you very much. That it. was the one with Vinicio Del uh, Toro and Ryan Phillips. Thank why you so much. Talking like this all the and movies. he was talking like James Conn. James Conn. I've never heard James Conn. I love James, James Conn. I've seen every oh, movie James Conn. Although have never is, heard him talk. It like is that. very. Now in Godfather he talks like that. Come on, when you stop, now, like on, when you stop. talking like a New Yorker in the Godfather, nah, it's not like a hairlip. Nah, do we? I don't think we have any. Oh yeah, sure you do. Well, listen. Yeah. You're taking us very personal. See? Very patient. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking this very
5: personal. So no, morning, morning, morning,
3: morning, morning, I'll get some audio that's, from it. That's the way... i have having at home. I'll dump in some fight. audio from it. Anyway, it's a good movie, the way the gun. I, don't I don't think he it got a potato like... in his nose. It's a good movie. It was all right, yes. And the scene where they're doing the... Uh, what is it? The sperm donation or whatever the hell they're doing? Or was it blood? It, uh, no, it was sperm. Yeah. And in the sperm... Can we brain. say that? I, I just said it, okay? All right. All right. In the Polly Bank. <laughs> Tadpoles. Yeah, the tadpole bank. That, that scene. Uh, I have a tadpole where, where he says to the guy, just say faggot. Come on, just say the word faggot. <laughs> uh, that, that scene is just, it's the best. It really is good. WQAM, hello.
0: Hi, Jeff.
3: WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
0: Hey, you and George both suck.
3: Yeah, okay, well, listen, line up. Five six seven oh five sixty. Line up for the shoot out to the I'm not so okay corral. And pound five sixty in the Verizon singular rattle slime. Well, I'm just wounded to the quick. You know, you're right though about that soda. It just cuts. Through, I mean, we're both That's right. That's right. Cuts right through it. Cuts through the crap. You know, the the other stuff generates phlegm as opposed to uh, you know diet Pepsi. Club soda. Phlegm free. Why yeah. is that? I I, I don't know. I mean, club but soda doesn't say. have any caffeine, doesn't have any calories, and you'd think it would be like... Uh, but it's, it's sick, because uh, I had some the good. other day when I was having my uh um, the job done. It doesn't work for me. Club soda with no. the
5: nausea, it flung me up.
3: Really? Yep. How about, like, Diet 7-Up is supposed to be good, you know, they, 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 they Diet Ginger Ale. Right. Why, why is that? Why do they always, like, say Ginger you have is a cooling? Is it really? Yes, it is. Really? I never had no dog named Ginger. Didn't you? I had a dog named Mitzi once upon a time when I was a little kid. My aunt and uncle gave us this dog that was dying. Nice job. Called Mitzi, and it kept sliding around on the... uh, And I think my mother, being a sadist even at that point, years and years ago, she used to wax the kitchen floor just to see the dog slide around a lot. What a bitch. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
0: Is this Neil?
3: Yes, speaking. How are you, Neil? I'm uh, hanging in there. How are you?
6: Good. I love your
10: show.
3: Okay? And, and, and that's it. And goodbye. Goodbye.
4: <laughs>
3: you know, this business about downtime, I mean, is making a big comeback. You people are so full of crap, man. It's just, it's just, it's it's staggering. There isn't one thing that they can tell us, not one, not even, not solamente uno, that they can tell us about uh, what's happening down there. It's so... Uh, uh, I mean, that, that, I hope you saved that fax. I should have framed it. That was one of my all-time favorites. No, I did not. I I mean, becoming, a, really. Well, what did it say? The most cosmopolitan city in the world. Really? Here's a fax that says, speaking of faxes, Uncle Neil, these people calling in saying that Crash was not a good movie are way off. I rented Crash on your recommendation. I thought it was great and was glad that it won the Oscar instead of broke-ass mounting. The caller that said he knew what was going to happen is full of crap. Yada, yada.
8: Yeah, he, he didn't. Right.
3: He just made it. He, just he knew there were kinks nonsense. in the van. He, yeah. Right. You're just full of it, man. You're just talking a lot of trash. That's all. Because the bottom line is you didn't like the movie. Or or he just trying to be a ball buster. That's all. That's right. We like the movie, so therefore it sucked. And you know something? See, I don't really care whether anybody else likes it. That's the thing. It's like music or movies or anything. Sure. I got my taste, and as long as I can taste it, that's all I care about. Nine thirty nine. Oh, there's that John Bolton, man. I'm Bolton from the room when I see him. Good God. He says Iran is in defiance of the insecurity council. Let's bomb them right now, man. Before that November election, let's bomb him now into oblivion. Let's just start WW three. In fact, we already got one W.
0: Can't believe it, I just did that. And I don't want to look down, I'm afraid when I'll see girl. Pretty soon I'll be screaming. I didn't look what I was doing. I'm a wild, like a crime scene. Someone call an ambulance. I got the Franks and Beans. Franks and Beans. Got it caught in my zipper. I'm yelling, I'm moaning, I'm crying. My manhood is dying. Got it caught in my zipper. I'm switching from zippers to buttons. Or I'll circle around wearing nothing.
3: And me like that guy is up okay, I just uh, popped a leviquin I think I'm going to be feeling much better. I should start taking these a couple of days ago. What a lewd, a leviquin Yeah, levofloxacin tablet. Kind of a buzz you get from that. Anyway, these expire in May anyway, so I might as well use them now.
7: <laughs> probably be better
3: after they're expired. No. no. See, that's always a good reason to start taking a bunch of medication. Sure, take a cool Before they expire, or before I do. Now, that'll, that'll help. 960 votes. But they're coming in, in chunks now. Can you smell them? I smell something. 960 on a poll. What's your take on downtown Miami? Dade County is a foreign country, 413. Got a lot of stories about the whole Mexican deal. And wait till you hear this. There will be two to three million people hitting the streets in LA alone on Monday. All these big protests, and nationwide boycott marches on May One Monday. We're going to close down LA, Chicago, New York, Tucson, Phoenix, and Fresno. Said the union official who helped organize earlier rallies, credited with rattling Congress as it debates the immigration issue. And you know what this guy's name is? I don't know. Julio. Uh. George Rodriguez. Really? the union union, union guy, George Rodriguez. Right. Anyway, we'll get to that. How come they're not shutting down Miami? Oh. Are you going to start stirring a pot? Because downtown Miami is making a big comeback. I understand, but no beaters down there. Dade County is a foreign country, 413. It sucks. Don't go there, 235. Don't go there. It's making a great comeback, 127, but not one of those 127 will tell us how or why or when or where. Never been there, 47. Wow. It's become a tourist trap, 42. Tourist traps sell a lot of overpriced crap. Kind of like Niagara Falls. See, Niagara Falls, it really amazes me how stupid so many people are. Well, because most Americans are parochial anyway. But, like, even the Humper, who I think is, you know, generally knows a little bit, not much, but remember, I was trying to explain to him about Fallsview Casino, and he was kept he kept thinking Niagara Falls, New York, for some bizarre reason. Which which there is an Indian casino in Niagara Falls, New York. But why does anybody want to go to Niagara Falls, New York? You know, see, that's not where the honeymoon couples go. that's, that's not where anybody goes. That really is, you know. But it is definitely a tourist trap, and they got like the you know, the waxy museum. They got all the old fossils from waxy. They got Rickshaw's old cap. But uh, they got a great casino there. That's all I can tell you. Anyway, it's become a tourist trap. Forty-three. But then you can say that about Vegas too, right? Tourist trap. That doesn't mean you can't have a good time there. You have a blast in downtown Miami. Go to Bayside. Yeah, yeah. You're out of touch. Neil. Forty people say that. Four percent. I'm out of touch. Well, too bad. Too freaking bad. I'm going to stay out of touch. I hate this poll. Thirty-two, and it's paradise. Twenty-four. I just made a decision. I said this about a month ago, but I'm, I'm going to do it this time. I'm, I'm getting rid of that Norma Kent. You you deal with him. I keep oh. looking for an email I was supposed to have this morning. Uh, yeah, although it has to do with you. You you get in touch with him about your deal. Okay. I, I'm no longer. I'm not going to be the pimp anymore. All right. Don't be the pimp I anymore. I don't drive a yellow Seville. Uh, I'm I'm not the right shade to be a pimp anyway. I'm just. I'm not participating in that uh, shenanigans. Don't. You know, as it is, you can hear, I'm you know struggling a little bit this week with the voice, mm-hmm. with the flu, and this cold, whatever this is, pneumonia, whatever I got. And he calls last night out of the blue and wastes 45 minutes of my yeah. time on the phone and my voice, getting me all whipped up about nothing, about things that I right. have no interest in. The the big, the, the crux of the phone call was that the Beasleys are a bunch of idiots and they're impossible to deal with. Now, need going to call me to tell right. me that, right? Right. Yeah, getting me all stressed up and then apologizing for calling and get me all... I, I don't care. I just want the money. Is that so hard to understand? I just want the money. I'm doing the best I can here every day, even on days when I'm, like, sick as a dog. Well, I'm not really, you know, or my throat's a little uh, iffy. I still show off. Sick as a little dog. I still make the, tra- the trek all the way into work. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> From through the snow. That's right. <laughs> through the sleet. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just go away norma i' I'm not I'm not sending you any more money i don't I don't want your uh, services you deal with George he you you can be his client okay he's got my number I'm sure he's going to want some serious cash yeah. for because he's getting you that big raise and retroactive and full bonus uh, summer first of all arguing about bonuses on this station at this point I think it's kind of a moot point don't you yeah I mean I, I wouldn't be planning on spending any bonus money I know uh, because I know that Josh in his new deal, I mean, he's got written into guaranteed bonuses. Oh yeah, because he knows that uh, we ain't going to be getting no bonus. Not the way that they're dismantling this joint. So, so good luck to you, Norma. Okay, thanks for the memories, but go away and just don't ever call here again. Because I'm just going to hang up on him. I don't. I'm not giving you no more money. And you just you're annoying. That's all. And and what what he likes to do, because when he tells me that all this screaming with Joyce and this and that, and all, uh, based on what? Based on what? I've got almost three years left on this deal. I don't have any great uh, immediate issues. I mean, you know, the paycheck showed up a day early again this time. That's fine. That's all I care about. I don't care what the hell they do to this place. Well, why the hell should I? If they don't care, why the hell should I care? Right. I try to tell I'm you trying that. to. I'm like the Bee Gees told me. Just stay alive. That's what I'm trying to do. Stay alive and get paid on payday. That's all. That's a fine, admirable view. And unlike some other people who are getting paid a lot of money who seem to show up, uh, you know, whenever the hell they go and have some other gig going, uh, I'm here pretty much every day. That's right, staying alive. They hit him with five shots, but oh, a sixth shot, and he's still alive. Well, let's not start with the BGS Gees again, okay? Please. Thank you. Play the BGS Gees one more time, and. I
4: kick your ass. That's
3: right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Now you have to watch of Mice and Men now that we got that Lenny revival. Why on. is that? Because there's a Lenny character in there. Yeah. And he's differently complected, but there are similarities. I see. WQAM, hello. Hey, good morning, Neil.
7: Yes, sir.
10: I know you missed one of the South Park episodes, one of the real good ones. They're gonna show all of them Saturday night.
3: But, oh.
7: you know,
10: all of them from the, well, just from the, the, the new ones. All the new ones.
3: But not Tom Cruise and uh, John Travolta in the closet. I, no. I got, that one, I got the DVD uh, no, of that one anyway. No, it was
10: 2005. They're going to show all the 2006 ones. Oh, I see. And there was one character in the um, episode called Gary. Uh, they should have named that character George. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's the one I burned for you, man. You'll have it in the mail. Oh, good. Oh, George, you burned it for
10: him, George? I burned, yeah, I burned one for,
3: one for him. him. Yeah. And one for A myself. Big fat one. Yeah.
10: Put some Depends on when you watch that. Okay. Absolutely. Later.
3: Thanks, oh, just, just awesome right Put a now.
5: towel down on the chair or something. Really? Yeah, wear a bid. Hmm. You might blow snot all over
3: your shirt. Now, now, who is this character like, Joyce? It's very much like Joyce, yes. Mm-hmm. Constipated bitch. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't need somebody to I don't want to ruin it for to, you. I don't need anybody to call me up at night and or at any other time to tell me that the Beasleys are a bunch of idiots and they're impossible to do business with. I, I, I don't need that. I know that. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't need any reminders. You're just an impediment to my existence, Norma, and what you've accomplished in this last uh, period of time now, I could put in a thimble and have room for the Chinese army left over. It's been a long time since you nailed down much of anything. Well, at least in this, uh, I'm not sure what else you're nailing, but that's, uh, you know, I can imagine. 978 votes. What did I tell you? We'll have 1,000 votes by noon. Then... They will fear us.
8: This is Neil Rogers. Watch solid. This is 560
0: QAM. Friday, you bastards. I hear the voices. Now listen to all voices. Still, buddy. Jesus here. Have you killed all the homos yet? We need their soul. Right, Pop?
11: There won't be anyone left when you get back anyway, Don't worry, George. I made you the decider.
0: I'm the decider.
11: Iraq was a good decision.
0: Don Rumsfeld is doing a fine
8: job.
11: And I like the idea of blowing up Las Vegas.
8: Yeah, that's a city of sin anyway. Funny
11: how everyone who goes there does that.
8: Say,
2: Pop, where's the Virgin Mary?
11: Looking for a sandwich somewhere in France. She makes great sandwiches. That's because she uses real helmet mayonnaise, not the diet. I hear
0: voices.
11: voices, voices Sam, voices, voices, is that you? You Ooh. may know me as you can, Sam, but I choose to look like a dog today. My only begotten son.
2: I'm the decider.
11: Laura, sure looks sexy when she dresses like an old Russian woman. I
0: listen all uh, voice, 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 voices voice, 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 voice. I kick
3: you ass. 1146 14 to Luna, QAM. Boy, I tell you, that Leverquin already, uh, I feel better already. Really? I mean, it's just psychological, I guess. What did you do, That's snort it? That's good What? Did you snort it? Yeah. No, I, I, I inserted it in my... Rectum? That's you were cross-accused who made previous report. I'm going to get into my pile now that I can speak a little bit. All right. See, I struggled along until I could open up my uh, vocal cords. Unlike am like uh, Reedy Cosby. Well, wouldn't you think that they would like do something? I mean, like, uh, well, what? I guess shot or I mean, or like an operation or something, like on her vocal cords. She just can't speak. <laughs> that right. Well, that, that's kind of like uh, Last Days. That's Kurt Cobain. I mean, Michael Pitt. The woman who says she was raped at it by three members of Duke's lacrosse team also told police ten years ago she was raped at it by three men. Filing a 1996 complaint, claiming she had been assaulted three years earlier when she was 14. Well, she gets raped a lot. Authorities in nearby, Cre- nearby Creedmoor, North Carolina, said yesterday that none of the men named in the decade-old report was ever charged, but they didn't have any re- details why. A phone number for the accuser has been disconnected. Her family declined to comment to the a But relatives told Essence Magazine in the online story this week that the woman declined to pursue the case out of fear for her safety. The existence of the report surprised defense attorneys, one of whom had sought information about the accuser's past for use in attacking her credibility. That's the very first I heard of that, said Bill Cotter, the attorney for indicted lacrosse player Colin Finner, uh, Finnerty, who, along with fellow Duke sophomore Reed Seligman, is charged with first-degree rape, kidnapping, and sexual assault. Attorneys for Seligman asked the court this week to order the state to turn over the accuser's medical, legal, and education records and hold a pretrial hearing to determine if, uh, if the complaining witness is even credible enough to provide reliable testimony. The accuser, well, we know about that. She did this, she did that. According to the uh, Creedmoor Police Report, in August 96, when the woman was 18, she told officers she was raped and beaten by three men for a continual time in 1993 when she was only 14. She told police she was attacked at an unspecified location on the street in Creedmoor, a town 15 miles northeast of Durham, North Carolina. The report lists the names of the three men, but no other details. Creedmoor Police Chief Ted Pollard said yesterday he had no recollection of the report and his staff's been unable to find any additional information about it. Durham Police Officer Brian Bishop, who interviewed the accuser in 96 while working on the Creedmoor force, said yesterday he had a vague recollection of the report but couldn't remember any details. When asked about the accuser's previous report of rape, Durham County DA, Mike Nifong, declined to comment. He's mum. Before Solomon and Infinity were indicted, attorneys for the players, pointed to the accuser's criminal history when answering questions about their client's legal troubles. The woman pleaded guilty to several misdemeanors in 2002. Well, I have one question still. Why, why should we care? But,
0: of course, people do. That's,
3: that's why it feels very important to put that on the air. People are whipped up about that. And now they got some other missing chick uh, who is uh, abducted. Or, I, I don't know. They're starting in on that. I think Dan Abrams, who's a real, a real pile of turd, real... Self-important kind of a jerk on MSNBC. He's all whipped up on that one. So, Rita Cosby will be there to solve that one pretty soon. She'll be on top of it, like stink on Greg. 996 votes. I bet if I refreshed it, we could have uh, maybe, just maybe, ooh, 998. Ain't that great? That's right. I can't wait. We'll have our 1,000 votes, and then we can all go home. Not before the meltdown. This is, this is quite a shock. Report says Iraq becoming a terrorist safe haven. No. The State Department's annual terrorism report finds that Iraq is becoming a safe haven for terrorists and has attracted a foreign fighter pipeline linked to terrorist plots, cells, and attacks throughout the world. The report being released today also says terrorist groups loosely associated with al-Qaeda present the greatest threat to the U.S. and the world even greater than al-Qaeda itself. The official told CNN that with al-Qaeda senior leadership scattered and on the run, Autonomous cells inspired by Al Qaeda's extremist ideology present a greater challenge because they're smaller, harder to detect, and more difficult to counter. These micro actors are launching more attacks, and they're more local and more lethal, the senior official said. Of course, he spoke on a condition of anonymity. The official cited last July's bombings in London by British Muslims with ties to Pakistan as an example of an increase in attacks by local terrorists with foreign ties. Iran is becoming a terrorist safe haven. What a shock! It's interesting, before the Iraq attack, that wasn't the case. So, as usual, doing a heck of a job, Mr. President. Heck of a job, Brownie. Heck of a job, all of these uh, folks. Heck of a job, Carl Rove. Today could be his uh, demise. Could be uh, that that jury is going to come back and maybe give some uh, bad news for him today. Wouldn't that be bad?
5: Yeah, that would be bad somehow.
3: I just refreshed again. And we got 1,004 votes. Man, that makes me feel like we accomplished something here today. If You know something we did, because if nothing else, if I don't save people two hours of their lives by not watching that last... Because some people, maybe who like Nirvana, maybe they like Eric Coburn. I like Eric Coburn a lot. Yeah. I, didn't, I know. I haven't but, liked anything um, good since 1973. But they never stole a freight train. Right. I beg your
5: pardon? I said you haven't liked anything good since
3: 1973. I see. Or four, I don't know.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: No comment. I forget when Aerosmith was making good music. Oh, But you would. It's all the drugs make you forget. Yeah. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. That's not the point. The point is what what I'm trying to say. Even as a fan of the group and of him personally, you will watch this movie and just, uh, I'll guarantee it. I, I bet I bet Josh's life on it.
5: Well, I better unload the shotgun
3: before I watch it. Because be being one who's already making a lot of noise this week about not liking movies that are slow and right. ponderous Ooh. and nothing seems to happen, they move very very slowly. That's maybe as much of a peeve as the uh, ending well, for me. Th- this movie is like it's on freeze frame for two hours. <laughs> that, that's how fast this one moves. Occasionally, though, he does he does move from one side of the room to the other one. You know, he he staggers. <laughs> oh. From one side of the room to the other, which, which is a big. <laughs> I and make and sure when you watch the leaves that. actually blowing in the breeze. It's it's like oh my god, there's actually something happening here. The the scene uh, you, you've got to see it. I can't describe it to you. The scene of the house where they're looking through the window and the tree, the big tree is there in front of the house. And the, the, the horrible, just awful music, the likes of which I can't even begin to select nails on a blackboard. Even worse than even worse than that sound. What was this supposed to have been? like? What I, I, I this didn't thing? see it from the beginning. You you think I actually sat and watched this thing? I, I just kept going back out of morbid curiosity, wondering you know when something was going to happen or why it had the three stars on the bottom of the screen like it did there on the uh, you know, the preview thing. Mm-hmm. And nothing ever happened, so I, I can't answer any of your questions. Although he, there was one scene where he was all dressed up in a... Uh, in a dress... No, and I'm dressed in a, in a uh, what's call it called? A, a slipping uh, In a black slip, yeah. A camisole. And then every time somebody came over to the house, the he, would give them, he would give them the slip. WQAM, hello.
10: Oh, hi, is this the Neil Rogers show? Yes, sir. Oh, hi, I'd like to talk with Neil about the Last Days movie.
3: No, uh, you're not, I'm speaking to you. Oh, I'm on the air? It sounds just like you, yes. Where are you calling from, by the way?
10: Uh, I'm calling from Florida.
3: Florida. I yeah. mean, like 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 a city or a like county. Eyes? Oh, or yeah, this, no, uh... I'm calling
10: from Port St. Lucie.
3: Oh, Port St. Lucie, and I, I keep that quiet. If I were you, too, that's a good idea. <laughs>
10: uh, I saw the movie. My daughter picked it out. She's 16. Right. And we watched it together. And I thought, actually, through most of the movie, that it was trying to be bad on
1: purpose. Well, they sure they sure it's accomplished it.
10: Uh, yeah. I, I usually with a bad comedy you at least find something that's funny or a bad scary movie you find something that's a little bit chilling
3: yeah. but
10: but this was really bad and afterwards if you watch the um, the extras that they put on the DVDs I don't know if you did I would doubt no,
3: it I don't have the DVD thank God no I said it was on cable
10: okay uh, they actually have interviews with uh, the director and the actors and they're talking literally about how brilliant they are for saying this or shooting this scene that way and it's it, laugh out loud, laughable.
3: Well, you know the scene that I'm talking about where they're showing the shot of the front of this house, and then the tree is the big tree, and then you can just barely see, like, some motion inside the window, and you have no idea what's going on?
0: Yeah. That, that, am I right? Does that scene seem back? like it went on for
3: about five hours?
10: Yes, yes. Yeah. That, that's one of their brilliant scenes. They were pulling oh. the camera back, correct? Yeah. They were showing how they did that, and how brilliant oh. it was that they did that. And people would come... They had the actor who was in the one scene talking about wanting to get a space heater, talking about how brilliant he was because he brought up a space heater. Uh-huh. It, it was really laughable. And I, to this day, I still tease my daughter about it. Uh, every time we're going through a video store, I have to and, point it and out. And what,
3: what did she say about it?
10: Uh, well, she thought it was about Kurt Cobain. And once she saw that scene where he was dressed up in the dress, yeah. she, she got outraged. <laughs> so that was pretty much it for her. Yeah. But uh, I thought that one scene where he puts the parka on and goes into town, I don't know yeah. if you, you got through that part. Did he get up to there? Did you uh, watch the whole thing? No,
3: he kept putting the parka on. I don't know if he was going into town, because every time he would do that and go outside, I just turned it off.
10: Well, one, one he's talking to a man in, um, I, I think it's a bar. No, 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 you're
3: getting carried away. He's mumbling to a man.
10: Right. Well, actually, he wasn't even talking. The man was talking to him. <laughs>
1: yeah. And
10: he really didn't say anything the whole time. And... They never showed his face. They would just show, like, the side of the parka, and it reminded me of Kenny in South Park.
7: Yeah. You know,
10: because it, it was just like the Kenny character. It, to me, the movie was a hoot because it's probably the worst movie I ever saw. Amen. Uh, amen. If, if uh, you appreciate bad movies, that's really the one.
1: I think Kenny saw it.
4: Excuse me, but I do believe that's so sounds- Have <laughs> a
10: great day, Pally. Uh, there's one other thing I'd like to bring up.
1: Yes, sir.
4: Um,
10: it, this is a, a personal thing. It kind of annoys me, and I'm sure you've probably brought it up in the past. Uh, I get outraged when I see cars with wo 4 bumper stickers on them. Yeah, they, they just—it just is beyond me how you could still have that bumper sticker on. First of all, I don't see how anybody voted for him again in the first place. But to
4: have it on, so it's a combination later, of people the investing,
10: the cash flows, as well as regulatory relief to
7: enhance. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: Sorry
10: to spoil
3: I, your lunch. Have no, a great day, okay. Patty.
7: Okay. Uh,
10: I, I just can't believe that Say people goodbye. are riding around proudly displaying yeah. this sticker. If I bought a car and it was used and had that sticker, I'd spray paint it or something. Just,
3: just remember, there's a lot of stupid people out there. Just keep that in mind. I, I know. So I've pally. got my
10: own bumper stickers now. There's Say a place called Northern Sun,
3: yeah, and no, it has, like, a liberal no. bumper
10: stickers. And I think I'm going to display one or two and hope that nobody flies. Yeah, no, be very fire. careful.
3: Okay, good luck to you, Pally. Say goodbye. I just did. Good guy, but a little long-winded. Anyway. Could be peace in the Darfur region? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the Darfur region. That's where all the people are dying. All that genocide But he can't be worried about. Well, look, if he didn't care about the dark folks in New Orleans, why did he care about the dark folks in Darfur?
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is
3: Mark
5: Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. If you can't hear the dialogue on the TV show, Tony, it's not you. They mumble and whisper. The following takes place between
1: 1 a.m. and 2 a.m.
2: Jack, we've got a new lead on the Sintak gas!
11: What,
2: what, what's that, Jack? I,
0: I didn't get that. <laughs> Why are you getting mad at me? I just can't un- No no stop looking at me. I just can't understand you.
1: Twenty four.
5: If your volume's not on twenty-four, you can't hear poop. I'm
0: not gonna tell you anything, Jack Bauer. Where's the Sitsakas? I'm not what? Gas. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Tell me where you I'll tell you anything you want, just tell me what you're saying. Oh my god. Okay driving me
5: crazy! 24. The only way you'll be able to understand what's happening is if you use your closed captioning. Okay,
0: thank you the What's that? I'm... I think you'll find us in podcast. I'm What? I'm a good leader.
8: leader. What's your first letter? Help. Oh. Help. Help. Oh. Help.
5: 24, where even the SAP button can't help you.
0: No podemos buscar el cinto Sí, caso ¿Qué? No comprende. No te entiendo, Jack. Tenemos que buscar el cinto Ay, Dios mío.
5: 24, man, it'd be nice to hear what was actually happening, wouldn't it?
0: Jack, I miss you. I love
2: you. I you.
0: Huh?
4: It
3: sounds, good. Chloe, what the hell is he saying? What do I know? Don't leave me alone. I got a push on my face. Twenty four. On Fox. It's twelve oh two. Speaking of mumblers. of course I will have people by my side. Well, that's good. Hmm. Thousand and twenty three votes on the poll, man. We're kicking serious ass. We're still waiting to hear about all those great attractions. I bet you. I bet you a lot of people will be very grateful to find out what they can do in downtown Miami this weekend. I can't wait. I got my crayon ready to write it down. All right. Well, let's write these things down, okay? Let's have all these. Let's see, we got a whole bunch. Um, uh, it's making That's a great right. comeback. 135 people say it's making a great comeback.
4: I kick your ass.
3: Right. Five six seven oh five sixty. pound five sixty. They've Verizon the singular Wireless line. I don't think of, over the years I've asked so many questions and not gotten so uh, any answers. But this particular one, I mean, if there's something there, inquiring minds want to know. That's right. I, I could understand if none of our people voted for that, but I mean, we got what percent is it? 13% say that it's making a great comeback, man. It's a happening place. It's the uh, epicenter of the universe, downtown Miami. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello.
9: Who's this? Who are you calling? Oh, Neil. Yes. What's up, bro? Where's George at?
3: He's a-hanging.
9: Hey, George. What's up, dude? I got a big blunt. Yo. Yeah, dude. Are
3: going to hit it up in your Durango like yeah. yeah, yeah, you were. Five, six, it it 0560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Have to pardon our. our, our, our grown children. Pardon our smoke? Yeah, pardon our uh, blowing smoke. WQAM, hello. Can I go to holders? Yeah, with a banjo on your knee. WQAM, hello. QAM.
1: Hi, can
10: I speak with Neil, please? Speaking. Hey Neil, how you doing? Oh, wait, hold on a second. Neil, how you doing?
1: Let me say it again. Great.
10: Hey, uh, I'm uh, I'm just down here for the week. What the hell's going on in Miami? I'm from New York. This place is crazy. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not figuring this, this this
3: whole this whole rigmarole out. Whole rigmarole. What what does that mean? What what rigmarole? I,
10: yeah, turn, crit- turn the radio up real loud. Go back line. to New York. You're right. Let's right. go
3: back. Turn the radio up. He he's squeezing his uh, cheeks. Hearing his, his own sound on the radio. He's not he's waiting for our four minute delay. To we build we know it's oh. bad here. And uh, go back to worse. New York. Okay, we got enough New York losers already in South Florida. Get lost. Part of the rest of the disaster. Down Retard. Here. Retardo. God. Even the Guidos won't put up with his ass. That's probably why he's in Florida now. Another guy that got drummed out of New York. You know, a lot of those. Do, 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 do. WQAM, hello. New York Reject Line, hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
9: Neil. Yes. You know, like a few weeks ago, almost a month ago, you were asking about Marisa Lacy's.
8: Yes. You
9: know she has a beauty salon.
3: Yeah, well, she always, he always did. did, yeah.
4: Ay, Dios mío, esos carros. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's Maribel.
3: <laughs> and... Wow. That was it. That was it. That was uh, the beginning and the end of his call, his fantastic input and output. Boy, you people. You know, that poll we did on, I think it was Wednesday, about the people of South Florida, there, there were no no over, in fact, if anything, there were some understatements on that one. Believe me, it's just, uh, it's astonishing. It really is. When you become emancipated and you get out of South Florida, and you go almost anywhere else, and you discover what, you know, living and breathing people are really like, and living and breathing places. Th- that's why, I guess, downtown Miami is so exciting. There's so many folks now, you know. These are the same people who get lost at the purple parrot entrance to the sawgrass. <laughs> QAM, hello. QAM.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Five dollars. That was good. WQAM, hello. Uh,
6: how are you doing, Neil? Okay. I have, I'll I'll tell you about downtown. This is my opinion. I go to downtown about thirty times a year because I'm people stick and hold for Miami? East. Now it, it's funny because on the way to the arena, you gotta skip over the homeless because there's so many of them. Yeah, the, the the street is just littered with like people just
9: laying around drinking Red Bull, and it's it just it, that's the only. And also you got base right there, but that's a that's a tourist trap for the Carnival Cruise passengers, you know.
7: And uh,
9: and also, in closing, the movie that the guy was thinking about with Sean Penn and Benito Toro is called 19 Grams. Pretty decent movie. Okay. You should check it out. It's a good movie. It's kind of like a crash, but a lot more tragic. I mean, crash was not tragic, but 19 Grams is tragic. Okay. So, they'll jerk your tears.
3: Okay. I'll see you at Bayside. Say goodbye. Right. 5670560, oh, pound 560. We're still not finding anything. I mean, go, and go to the AAA arena for a concert or a heat game. That, that's yeah. not something that's happening in downtown right Right, it could be I mean, anywhere. An event, but that, that, the, the arena could be like in yeah. the You park be in a parkade, place. you don't go anywhere. It would be like saying, you know, Sunrise is really hopping because the Mac Arena is there and the Panthers play there and they occasionally have a concert. It, it just It's idiotic, you know. It's like saying that, um, well, where well ahead, of, what, what is that place in Jersey where the Meadowlands is? What the hell is the name of that place? Well, I'd have to ask somebody that's been to Jersey. I've been there. Meadowlands is there, the track and the uh, arena, that awful arena for the uh, Devils where they have no fans. But that would be like saying, well, oh, that's a in place because the track is there, you know, or because the uh arena's there that the Devils play in, which nobody goes to. It, it's just silly, you know. WQAM, hello. said I got over. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello,
0: Neil.
3: Yes, sir.
9: How are you doing, my friend? This is your friend from the uh, Land of the frogs. How are you? Okay. Hey, listen, I've been saying a long time that this town needed an enema. Mm-hmm. And i got to tell you, I'm a self-employed guy here. I work on, uh, on construction. And they've been rounding up people over here, Neil. This freaking place is a ghost
0: town.
3: Don't you start any rumors kept... now. Don't go starting any rumors about them rounding up all them illegal aliens now. I'll tell you, it's all
0: over the news. Yeah, it's on the paper. Yeah.
3: And I...
9: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I see it
3: myself. Corre, corre. Yeah.
0: But I see it on the...
9: Neil. Yeah. I see it on the job site. It's a ghost town out here. There's nobody. No Well, work. I, I, If
3: that's the case, that means that all the people there were illegal aliens.
9: Well, nobody... Right. I talked to one guy. He said that they're afraid to come out of their house. Can you believe this? I'm loving good. every second of it. Good. You know, I don't want to let you know that. that
3: this make, place... make the streets a lot safer for all you other illegals. That's a good idea. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, this whole the whole thing is, you know, when you have when you have no policy and you let everybody and their brother come pouring in, and you're talking about homeland security and all these other politically correct sounding BS, all this crap, uh, it, it's just lunacy. So there 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 is no way to solve it because uh, they've had years and years of having no uh, enforcement. So let's just round up. Let's round up everybody we don't like and and them. How's that? Okay. I might even come back for that. I'll pick and Jews who we're deporting. I'll see you at deport. Starting with some of your Ojan provocateur countrymen there, some like uh, Raoul, Raoul, Sowell, uh, that whole crowd. You know, that's one of yours. No, he's not one of mine. One yeah, of yours. It's Jewish. Bugaron. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty leave the Verizon and Singular wireless. You fairy. Line. I kick your ass. Okay, just relax. Calm down. Yeah, when do, we get, when do we get him on? See, I don't have next week's schedule, but I got the weekend schedule. No, it might be posted out there, but I haven't gotten Oh, more, more yet. guilty tomorrow. Oh, my God. We, we are guilty intensive. We got...
2: Oh, and then
3: Sunday morning we got Curtis and Len.
2: I kick your ass.
3: Together on Sunday morning. And followed by talking hardball with a crow. Uh, seriously. Remember I made the comment I was just half-joking a couple weeks ago, but I want to say it again. I'm beginning to believe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hire a private investigator. I'm beginning to believe that we've been infiltrated by people who are on the payroll across the street. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. I, I don't think it's possible that anybody who had the best interest of this radio station in heart would, would put together schedules like these and, and bombard the, uh, our transmitter with these sounds. Ow! nonstop. non It's just... Uh, I
4: kick your ass. Yeah.
3: Over and over. It just can't possibly... Now, nobody is that stupid. Either that or being programmed by a group of deaf people, which I'd like you to make, you know how the deaf, they have the hand language, the signs. Mm-hmm. Right, I, right. I'd like you to give them a message for me. It only requires one finger on each hand. Okay. Which one Same. the same one. It's just, it, it's beyond description. It's kind, of, it's kind of like that movie, Last Days, and I think I think there's something appropriate about the title of that movie in regard to this whole deal, too. I think we're in the final days. Twelve minutes past noon. Uh, New Orleans and Mississippi. Yeah, they're in their final days.
4: Republic, baby. Only in Miami.
0: I like to go fishing inside the shower store. slip side as I go swishing and splatter off the wall. I bend over the floor, to aim it at my face. But I'm much too small, my tiny feet far away, my trickles on my leg. When the showers go my way, I like a golden shower. And squirt, squirt, and spray, taking a golden shower. I like a golden shower. Down before I
2: start to stroke, I rinse off my wee wee with a pair of of gloves. Knowing makes
0: me feel so wet and wild. <laughs> me the when I are I, I like golden shower. It works, yeah. All
3: 12-18 right. at 560. There is doofus documents, oh, and therefore, I believe, but about the same old crap. More woman trouble for bad boy Charlie Sheen. Oh, no. Hollywood actor Charlie Sheen, already in a sticky divorce from actress Denise Richards, is being sued by a woman who claims he used her as a model for the butt of jokes in his TV comedy. Ursula Auburn claims in court documents that the female stalker character Rose in the CBS network TV comedy Two and a Half Men is based on her actions from when she dated Sheen, first in 92, then occasionally up to 98. In the show, Rose has a one-night stand with Charlie Harper, the character played by Sheen, that constantly appears at the most unusual moments. It's undeniable that Rose is based on Auburn, and people who watch the show, I know Auburn, can see the resemblance According to a suit filed in L.A. Superior Court. It's also clear that the events based on Auburn's own experiences, as depicted through Rose, are clearly meant to serve as some warped and twisted joke between Sheen and those who know Auburn. Moreover, Rose is depicted on the show as a crazy female with no life, except for stalking Harper every day of her life, reads the document. I have no life. During the relationship, Auburn was always uh, the more interested of the two, and in many ways pursued Sheen, reads the suit, which calls for no less than $1 million in damages for humiliation and emotional distress. Uh, Not that dress, but distress. The case was filed less than a week after former wife and ex-bond girl, Richard 35, claimed the divorce documents that Sheen, 40, threatened to kill her, beat her, popped pills, solicited prostitutes, and was obsessed with Internet pornography during their marriage. Sheen denied the charges, but a judge ruled he must stay away from her and their two young daughters. Hmm. Former Hollywood Brad Pack member Sheen is the son of West Wing star Martin Sheen and the brother of actor Emilio Estevez, who was in That Was Then and This Is Now, He was also in The Breakfast Club. Which talk about a very slow and ponderous movie. Right. Oh. Teen angst. Where they sat around and bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-bop, bada-beep. It was boring. Who else was in that? Boring oh, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, oh. Anthony Michael. Oh, oh, do I hate him, man. Oh, yeah. Judd Nelson. Good. Big, big nostrils. God. Huh? Big nostrils. Yeah, the nose-nose. He's grotesque. Uh-huh. You know who he reminds me of? I give up. Gold, uh, gold Goldblum. Okay. Same nose. I think you're anti Semitic. No, I just don't like big noses. There are a lot of Italians with big noses, too. I don't like a big schnoz. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Especially a big schnoz with huge open nostrils where you can like, yeah. actually see inside. You you know? Fall oh. inside of those things. Oh. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yeah.
0: What's up? everybody? buddy. Caca.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Caca. Yeah, we, we already got our own. 5670560. Oh, we're still waiting to hear about the good stuff in downtown Miami. No, the good, good stuff. stuff right here in the studio. Sigourney Captain Weaver wants to, wants to find the melting, oh, it the melting pot. Oh, you got the melting pot. Excellent. You're melting it little, now. I'm jealous. I'm just going to jump into the pot. One of the few One of the few moments I actually wished I were there, just for a short period of time. Uh. Now, what are you dipping? We got the uh, the, the cheese dipping going on. Mm. We're not dipping yet. We're still uh, heating it up.
5: My, my, So my, melting my. it down.
3: Hey, if anybody out there never had fondue? Because the first time I went there, I would never had fondue. I mean, what right. the hell I was in for? I, had, I thought I had had fondue. How's I'm that? you for a real good tweet, man, when you get that stuff. And you just sit there and you, and you want... The thing about it is, though, you don't want to stop eating it because it's right. so good. I've been to people's houses where they
5: thought that they were doing fondue. Yeah. But you really haven't had it until you've gone there.
3: Correct. Well, enjoy it, okay? Just uh, uh, don't overdo the do it you. on that chocolate. Did they bring the desserts, too, I'm yes, sure? No, just the cheese, that's all I asked for. Oh, well, that's good. And I'm just going to dive into it. Because the desserts, when you start dipping all them fruits in there, like the chunks of pineapple and cherries and strawberries, mmm, boy, you get that fruity feeling. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on? Now, what you got to do is take those fries
10: and dip them into some wet boogers and snot.
3: Oh, yeah, okay, good. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How
10: uh, have you been there? Okay. I, I haven't called you for about 30
4: weeks yeah. or so. Uh-huh.
10: Um, now, Neil, I know it's not a sports show, but are you enjoying this hockey playoffs? I'm sorry. I am. I, this is the best hockey playoffs I've
3: well, ever I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Wow. Have a good time. It's 12, not even 1230
4: and he's in the bag. Oh, yeah. It's the best damn crap I, I yeah. ever seen.
3: Uh, yeah. We don't discuss hockey on this radio station, okay? The station broadcast in South Florida where hockey is a foreign thing. It's an alien thing. It's an illegal alien. Right. Now, if it was an alien thing, if alien was a hockey player, we could talk it from now till the cows come home or now till the sheep come home and broadcast mounting. WQAM, hello.
6: Want to say hi to my girlfriend?
3: WQAM, Hello.
9: Next
3: Friday, going to be Cinco de Crafts or Hellman.
9: Somebody QAM, hello. Hello, uh, I Yeah. Yeah. Hi, is this, like, talking about
3: the movies? Right. What do you want now? Are you, like, on Doggy Downers or something? What are you popping? Those Downers. Still got that radio. Yeah. Oh. He's got the radio jammed way up his, uh... Rectum. Wow. See, you know, these are the people who proposed it. That fact's on Wednesday, and then, of course, I look on the poll, and it's just to be contrary. It's like the people who say, oh, Neil's out of touch. You know, I put those on there just because I know there are a lot of you just waiting to do your gratuitous crap, you know. You're out of touch, Neil, 44. See, I don't have to put that on there, but it's a roosting place for that crowd, that 4%. It's always that same 4%. You're out of touch. You're full of crap. Your taste is in your toys. You don't know what you're talking about. Your show sucks. George is an idiot. Josh is uh, doing Zach. Oh, yeah, you know, all this same old crap. Like a bunch of overgrown children, kind of like the uh, Troika that's running our radio station, overgrown children. That was very emotional when The Beast uh, closed out that abortion we had. I mean, that great show we had for Hank this morning. The Dolphin Digest draft preview. That was... Yep. Did you weep? Oh, I, I, I'm weeping a lot lately when I hear stuff on that station. And, of course, at two this afternoon... W-Q-A-M,
4: hello.
3: me going on? Yeah. QAM, hello.
10: Neil, how are you? Okay. Neil, I'm going to spend a week at the end of the month up in Canada. I'm going to go to, to do... Toronto, but I want to go to Niagara Falls. Should I yeah. stay at the Falls or
3: should I stay in Toronto? I'd say yeah, stay the hell out of here. We've got enough uh, trouble already. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I'm, I'm going to uh, Amsterdam. Is there a good McDonald's there I can eat at? And, uh, you know, you're just you people are so hopeless. It's and the, and the best part of it, of course, this guy closest he's going to come to Canada is going to be Sweetwater. Just talking crap. We got to just rename the show Talking Crap. Because yeah. that's basically. I, I think that's a good name for the show. What do you guys talk about? Crap. All right. Well, we can say it anyway. Four hours every day, while we can still say crap. Of course, Joyce "Let me say it again, Norma, can't you're off my list? Just don't ever call here again. I don't want to know you. I don't want to smell you. I don't want to hear your stories. You, you call him today, because I'm not. I haven't got any email that supposedly mm-hmm. was going to talk to your buddy Clarabelle about your deal that's uh, still in limbo. You know, they're doing the limbo rock. He hasn't been the last. Uh, I mean, it, why? Probably. Why would you call somebody who you know is enjoying their life, especially if you know they're a little <laughs> bit under the weather? Just, just because misery loves company, I guess that's a South Florida motto. And all of these stories, all of this about uh, this one and that one and the unmentionable one, I, I really don't care. I have no interest, you know. In fact, I think there's some kind of a morbid enjoyment there in that whole, you know what I'm talking about, that whole oh, yeah. madness that goes on. It's like, oh, yeah. He, you know, sometimes people feed off of a sadness. Right. Yeah. It makes you feel alive. Yeah, that's right. Something to sink your teeth into and like a uh, about. Go catch to somebody else, Norma. Get out of my life. You just uh, drive me crazy. Go watch a ball game. Go see the Rockies tonight. Or just go to the Rockies. Oh, a hostage standoff ends and peacefully at the courthouse in uh, somewhere. Was that little rock? I think it was in Little Rock. And then they took it off the screen and put that bitch Mrs. Limbaugh on there full screen. Bitch. Thanks for the warning. Speaking of good food, man, the Emerald Coast. There's another.
4: Thank you, baby.
3: For the first time on television. Rosie O'Donnell stars as a retard
5: in Riding on the bus with my sister to the subway where I beg for change. All
2: right, all you commuters, I'm a retard over here. Throw what you can in the box. You ain't no retard. Why, sure I am, pal. I'm like, uh, you got I get a load of this, thing. I hate this place. Nothing works here. I've been standing here for seven years. The medications don't work. When I grow up, I want to look just like Jackie Gleason. Then people will forget who I am. Some black guy will steal my act. Rosie O'Donnell. Hey look, pal! I'm retarded, See? In
5: riding on the bus with
1: my sister to the subway where I beg for change.
2: Hey Bob, look! I'm Terry Shiva. Just inside the beating tube. Oh yeah.
3: Oh, that's it. Uh by the way, speaking of that, bitch. Yeah. Remember what i was saying to you before. I'm just checking something here on the it's internet. All right. Right? So just Wait, to take your time. Passion of the Christ music here. Oh,
4: I kick your ass. No,
3: that's okay. I always got that.
4: I kick your ass.
3: Rosie O'Donnell named new co of you co-host. See, I don't. I wouldn't watch that show. It's a show for women. Really? I thought that was just a rumor you were sharing. That's actually been a, that's a done deal now. No. What do you mean by that? Why, why would I say that to you? No, when I when you were saying it the first time, I thought it was just a rumor. It's the tool, man. It's the oh. two. Oh, they, they, see, they, we had we had a vacation from that cow for a long period of time, and right. now she who she is everything that America hates about gay people. That's that's her. She is everything that we despise. Well, I guess now that Star Jones, is all that late pushy yeah. lesbians, fat pushy bull dykes. That's her. Actress uh, Access Hollywood has learned that Rosie O'Donnell will be named as the newest co-host of The View, replacing the exiting Meredith Vieira. ABC will reportedly make the official announcement today. Well, I guess they already did. Uh-oh. O'Donnell will replace who's leaving to replace the departing Katie Couric on NBC's Today, who's leaving to replace uh, old, funny-ditty Bob Schieffer on the CBS Evening News. NBC chose Vieira over several internal candidates, including Weekend Today author, anchor Campbell Brown, newswoman Natalie Morales, and today newsreader Ann Curry. Brown and Morales had suffered a quirk on today while she was on vacation at the end of last month. Meredith's vast experience as an award-winning journalist as well as talk show host, make her the ideal candidate for this job, said Jeff Zucker, CEO of the NBC Universal Television Group, Group Grope. So Rosie's going to be on The View with all those other great broadcasters like Baba Wawa and Star Jones. Some other to how are they going to have have they have a set big enough for Star Jones and Rosie O'Donnell? Well, I was starting to say Star lost all that weight, so I guess they have to have one token, fat cow. Well, oh, they could always put the Kirstie Alley on there. Fettuccine. Cookie mm.
5: dough.
3: 1,075 votes. Uh oh. What's your take on downtown Miami? I'm having a cheese accident here. Are you really? What's Joshie? I kind of lost control of it. Well, it's in the other room. Uh, he's popping in here, here when he can. And he's watching me eat. I'm going to eat it all. Oh, good. Yeah, eat it all so he doesn't get any. Uh,
2: uh, all for me! <laughs>
3: County is a foreign country, 464. It sucks. Don't go there, downtown. 264. No matter what Petula Clark says, don't go downtown. I bet you got that, but you're busy eating now. da 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 Huh, you got it? I don't want to hear it. It's really a boring song. Very overrated song, downtown. Boring. There we go. Here's Pet Clark. Anybody ever pet Clark? Nice hairdo. Kent?
0: When you're alone and life is making you Clark Kent, not Norma Kent. You you're done, Norma.
3: Bye bye. No more It's, it's an you
0: aggravating. all up. The- now
3: did, did you get an email from Norma in regard to this uh, phone conversation he was having in regard nope. to your deal nope. this morning? No. Nope. At ten o'clock? No, 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 no. With Clara Bell. Negative. Clara Bow? No. Nope. I'm just, I'm just tired of the whole thing. He makes everything into a big sinus and everything. You know people like that. Every every little thing or every moderate thing, it could be made into a big mountain out of a molehill. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, yeah. Just go well, away. Some people like to make the most of the situation. Is that it? To try to, like, justify their, uh, their pay, their keep? Downtown is making a great comeback, 144. We're still waiting for one call, just one, to tell us how and why. Never been there, 53. Well, you don't know what you're missing. It's become a tourist trap, 47, selling a lot of overpriced crap, as in tourist trap. You're out of touch, Neil, 46, 4.2%. I'm out of touch. You're out of touch. You're out of line and out of touch. I hate this, poll. Thirty-five, and it's paradise, 24, 2.2% of our audience, of our astute audience, say it's paradise. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I just wanted to say, what, what kind of slap in
9: the face is this $100 that the, the president is trying to give to everybody?
3: A Republican. It it leaves, actually, the Republicans, right.
9: It, it leaves me with this huge problem of It'll I can't off your, figure I'll out, fill out, fill out fill how to. fill
3: up your tank twice.
9: Yeah, I, I can't figure out how to thank the president for these low, low gas
3: prices. Yeah. Thank you. You notice we never heard from that punk again. You notice that he went into hiding after that call? Yeah. When I said, oh, well, thank you, Mr. President, when they invaded Iraq, you know, like, oh, that was going to be the uh, rationale. Yeah. Cube! Well, they never stuck the hose or the tube. They stuck the hose all right. They gave for the world a hose job, which is what the Bush people do best. Oh, there's some of the uh, Look at that. Police force. Some 1,000
0: strong recruited from the city and led by a no-nonsense former Iraqi Army colonel.
3: Police Chief Saleh al U.S. soldier killed by a roadside bomb in Iraq. Uh, there's another one. Getting very close to, what is it, 2,400, 25. I can't even keep track. It's, I think the next, uh, it'll be 2,400 very soon. Right. right. And the public is bada beep, bada boop, bada boop, bada boop, like that, you know. Oh, a lot of excitement going on downtown Miami, you Neil. Know? You know, that, that's the kind of stuff that they're into. I'm out of touch. Suit targets Joliet Diocese priest. Now, here's more propaganda you keep faxing to me. You're, you're behind all this. That's, yes, I am. Chicago. An Arizona man says in a lawsuit filed yesterday that two priests of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Joliet sexually abused a beginning when he was 11 years old in 1975. 11 sounds a little bit old for most of the fathers. Once, 43-year-old Tim Greco says he was in a shower with the Reverend Philip DeDira in the rectory of St. Pius X the 10th Church in Lombard. I almost said St. Pius the X. When the Reverend Richard Bennett walked in and discovered the priest and the boy naked together.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Greco says Dadira repeatedly abused him for more than a year and that Bennett molested him once. Bennett is pastor of the Holy Spirit Church. Can you feel that spirit? Can no you feel this? In Naperville, Illinois, DeDeer was removed from the ministry by Joynet Bishop Joseph Imesh in 2002 and made reports that he sexually abused other boys. Greco says he reported the incidents to the diocese in 2004 and recalls a phone conversation he had with Imesh two years ago. He said, what do you want from me? Some counseling, Greco said Thursday. He asked me if I'd brought it upon myself or somehow encouraged the priest to have sex with a prepurescent boy. Is that Greco or Greco? Oh, I'm sorry. A statement released by... I
4: kick your ass.
3: Okay. A statement released by Thomas Kerber, a spokesman for the diocese, said the diocese notified the DuPage County State's Attorney's Orifice in 2004 after receiving an allegation of sex abuse against Bennett that supposedly occurred sometime in 74 or 75. Through his attorney, the accuser was invited to present his allegation to the Joliet Diocesan Review Committee or to provide additional information. The statement said the attorney didn't respond to the invitation. No further info from the accuser was provided. Still... The review committee conducted an investigation to determine the allegation was neither credible nor substantiated. Since the time the review committee made its decision, there have been no new facts about the alleged abuses. The statement says, should any significant new facts come to light, the committee will reconsider their previous decision. The statement went on to say, the review committee will be convened shortly to consider the present situation. For the time being, Father Bennett will remain as pastor. His activities will be limited and restricted. No more hanky-panky with little boys for a little while, a couple of months. Till the summertime. And in the summertime, he'd go out, like, swim naked with the boys, you know? Oh, yeah? A little skinny, a little skinny dipping. Greco is married and has two what children. Is he filed suit in Page County Circuit Court and is represented by attorneys Mark Perlman of Chicago and Jeff Anderson of Minneapolis. This is believed to be the 13th pending lawsuit that accuses Imesh and the diocese of negligence and allowing priests to have unsupervised access to children who were allegedly sexually abused. I can't imagine such a thing. Can you? No, I can't imagine. And, of course, we all know... <laughs>
0: fact in the church.
3: This is Neil Rogers. thirty
8: 30th is 560 QAM. Ah.
0: Just two young dude boys Never meaning no harm
11: Accused of beating a stripper Got in trouble with the law Now they wish they weren't born
2: Watching her curves, I in her
0: hills, Will prove they're innocent now,
11: well their lawyers probably will
0: making their way into the courtroom now. They had a little more fun than the campus allowed just too young Duke boys.
11: From the Duke Lacrosse team. They sure got out of hand. Now all over the land. They got their face on TV.
3: Oh, more Rosie news. Just what we needed. What you just faxed me about her. Whoring HBO and the yeah. infomercial for Rosie's Family Cruise. Guess what, the Rosie. They don't, like, they don't like our kind Rosie in the uh, Caribbean. Fat people? Fat, no, they don't mind fat people. They just don't like people in the Bahamas, in the Cayman Islands, all of these places. At any rate, she's just just obnoxious. Disgusting. She's like some kind of a disease that the media have foisted upon the rest of us. Oh, here's some bad news. Chevron Corporation, number two U.S. oil company, said today its quarterly earnings rose 49% Uh to $4 billion, topping Wall Street expectations and sparking a 2% rise in the stock. So all you Chevron shareholders, your mama, that's my comment to you, your mama, Sows socks in hell. The results came as U.S. consumer anger grows over high gas prices and big oil's gushing profits. Yesterday, as you know, the world's largest publicly traded oil company, Exxon Mobil, reported 8.4 billion dollars in earnings, its first, big, its biggest first quarter profit ever, record profits and record high prices. Wow, what a coincidence, huh? Yeah, just I'm sure it's those auto emission standards. It's got to be that. Can't that's be it. that they're can't be that they're raping the public. And it must be just a coincidence that our president right. was a failed oil company executive and that our vice president is up to his armpits in oil. Right. It is. It's just a coincidence. You're paranoid. Just a coincidence. Just like it's a coincidence that Dom Rumsfeld had all that stock in Bayer, which manufactured Cipro back when we had mm-hmm. the big anthrax scare. Always the conspiracy. Right. By the way, hi, and also not to mention, of course, the um, Tamiflu stock that he's got. Mm-hmm. And speaking of anthrax, how are we doing on catching those anthrax mailers? You ever get those guys? We got any more people of interest? No. Never heard any more about that guy either. By the way, well, they're hanging back. out
5: with Osama, you know, so we can't. Was oh, that
3: it? And don't forget about Abu uh, Musab al-Zarqawi and al-Zarqawi uh, Al and al-Golstein and al-Jolson and uh, <laughs> Os- Omar uh, Mullah Omar. It's just it's just pathetic. Eleven 1, hundred and six votes on there. Of which 145 said, you wouldn't believe, I mean, Miami's making a comeback. You know what? What? They're right. I don't believe it. We haven't heard one person yet. Not one. It's almost one o'clock. I have begged. I've gotten on my hind legs and I have begged assiduously to try to find somebody to tell us all the wonderful, all the fantastic. Maybe they just want to keep it to themselves. Maybe they're selfish. That could be. It's a secret. Don't tell Maybe they they gave out some new tin cups to the homeless people there on downtown. I think there's zinc now. Maybe they, like, gold-plated the exterior of the uh, Camilla's house with all the money I raised for him. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon singular wireless line. I should have been out sick all week, you know. It just just dawned on me. But I'm glad you were were out sick on Wednesday, so I had no choice. And Josh could have done the show? Josh could have just, he could have just, uh, you know, I don't know what. Could have eaten cheese. Eaten. He could have eaten fondue and played all the forbidden comedy bits. That's right. Sounds like a show to me. There you go. That's coming on Monday, I think. Just giving you advance warning George and I just might lay out. I-, I got a horse race I got to go cover. Yeah? I got no. to go score a bag. There you go. So it's all in Josh's hands now that he's got that new contract. So did you check your email? You got an email there from Norma Kant? I checked my email. Okay. And the answer is no. 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 I-, I told you. Can't get it done, man. Can't. Uh, oh, the bees! These are impossible. You know, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear no more stories. And as far as you, don't ever. Let me just tell you right now, don't ever put that Clarabelle on the on mic again before the show in the morning. All right, I'll wait till after. Uh, no, not, or after the show, <laughs> or any other time. I don't want to talk to it. I don't want to hear from it. It's just, uh, well, he's still getting his feet wet. What's that wet foot, dry foot thing? I, I think you ought to go out and buy him some hip boots because it's getting pretty deep in here. WQAM, hello.
10: We sent Ricky Williams
3: to Toronto. Yeah, I see that. The Argos, yeah. Big deal. Yeah. We're going to send it back. If I had some fine weed here, though, I'll say that. That's probably why I want to come here. Ricky Williams coming to the Argos. Is that a done deal, Josh, or is that still in limbo? Uh, I think it's still in limbo. No. Well, they don't want to come in here hopping up all the good weed. Yeah, well, that was, uh, Ricky Williams, in fact, he and I probably be having a lot of lunches together. WQAM, Hello. Hey, Neil? Yes, sir. For those people that think that
9: uh, Miami's making a comeback, how come there's a record amount of real estate on the market right now? It was in Wednesday's paper Yeah. on the front page of the Sun Sentinel. They've mm-hmm. never seen this much real estate for sale. And I have friends at real estate, and they tell me that, that nothing's doing. They're sitting around drinking cocktails in the afternoon because nobody's buying anything. I'll be damned. So if it's so great, why is everybody
4: bailing?
3: Yeah, and if it's so great, how come it's 1 o'clock almost and nobody has called in with one, uh, you know, story? This is just, uh, you know, people trying to, they think that by talking about it, they're going to make it happen, you know. They're in a dream world.
9: Neil, there's 20,000 townhouses and homes for sale in Broward County. Yeah. My neighbor has his house for sale for a half a million. You realize for somebody that buys that, the taxes on that is 12000 a year? I mean, yeah. that's nothing to you, but for schleppers.
3: Well, what do you mean that's nothing to me? Twelve grand a year is nothing to me. I could have a couple of good days at Woodbine with that. <laughs> Can I go with you? Have a great day, Pally. Bye bye. See you. I'll see you at a Good Machine, man. I'll show you the Good Machine. Yeah, I should have taken off today and gone out there. I could have. I could have been sick at Woodbine. Usually, I am. Just, I, I, I just don't know. They're just. I, I, It's so sad that some of these places are really stealing from the public. Can I just, you know, maybe, tell me I'm crazy. You're crazy. And then I'm just fantasizing. But I know, I know it. i played for a long time now, two years. I'm not not just talking about going to Vegas and diddling around like I used to. I'm talking about being a serious uh, slots player, which, of course, is silly. You know, it's stupid. But then again, a lot of things I do are stupid. That's what Mo said. But anybody that tells me that the... Progressive machines aren't on computer timers, as far as I'm concerned, is uninformed or a liar. They can be whatever they want them to be. Yeah. See, With the chip. Here, here's the deal. I know this for a fact, because, and many of the players and I, the regulars, we discuss this all the time, but we're so stupid, we don't, you know, you, you, when you're sitting there, you don't want to just sit and look at your watch and just wait and wait and wait, or, you know, go take a leak and put a cup on a chair, you know. Uh, But you'll notice that since they are connected, I finally did get them to admit that to me, the progressive are all connected, that there will be a period usually at the top of an hour or sometimes like at 45 past the hour. And all of a sudden for about five minutes, the bells are ringing, 400 over here, 1,000 over there, somebody gets five, fifteen hundred on the line, and and that goes on for a few minutes, and then all of a sudden you could hear a pin drop. It's all the machines very, very quiet, no (coughs) coins dropping, nobody plopping, nobody, uh, you know. They're on timers, and the reason that nobody can admit that is because, first of all, if they did, we'd have to, uh, somebody would have to kill them. You know that old (laughs) line about if I told you I'd have to kill you? It's it's that deal. Because if they're on timers, that means that they're perpetuating a fraud, because that means that there are periods of time when you're sticking your money in there, when the machines are turned on slow cook or the coma mode, as I call it, when you haven't got any chance of getting any return, when they're not going to pay. They just aren't going to pay. And I've sat through those periods of time, and oh yeah, you'll get a spin on the Wheel of Fortune and say, hey, now the spin will be like 25 or 30, you know, almost every time during the coma mode. So even if you do wind up getting a spin, it's squat. I mean, that's going in like, you know, 40 seconds. Spin and squat? Yeah, spin and squat. So, yeah, and and the the, the one thing in my life, before they stick me in the ground, I'd like, and I know it's not going to happen here. We can't even find anybody here to stick up for downtown Miami, and rightfully so, but Find somebody who worked in a, not just worked in a casino, I mean, I know plenty of people worked in a casino, but I'm talking about who've had access to that computer room. I'll tell you, it's too bad that Fat Rich ain't still around, because if there's one guy that could that could weasel his fat body into that plate, he's the guy that could yeah, do it. it. He was a computer yeah. guy, too. He could have hacked yeah, into it. Yeah, that's right. And I told you, the one time, he damn near got kicked out of Pompano Park for life because of the fact he uh, sneaked in the computer room. Oh, and he said, what are you oh, doing oh, in here, Fat? Yeah, he did. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm lost. i like, looking for the buffet. Yeah, a little on the pushy side. You know, and then he would go into the uh, he'd go into the uh, kitchen more than once. He went into the kitchen, donnie. Oh, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, oh, well, he did. Yeah. You know, see how his uh, onion soup was coming or whatever his kudai <laughs> dip. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he did actually wind up in the computer room once upon a time, and they they frown on that. That's you know, there's yeah, a, I wonder. too many buttons and too much at uh, stake. But I, I'd like to get in the computer room at a uh, slots place sometime. Because and let me say it again, in Falls' view, the reason that they approached me in the first place is that when, once you stick your player card in there, they can see they can see how much you're playing. I mean, obviously, because it's tallying up the points, you know, which is determining how much you put. They can see who's playing hundred dollar bills or just coming by and sticking in a twenty, you know. And they approached me, and she says, uh, this is months ago. She said, oh, well, we see you're a serious player. We'd like to invite you uh, free rooms and take care of your meal. You know, we'd like to make you a regular customer here. Now, if they if they can see wh- how much you're playing, they can also see how much you're losing, right. how much you're winning, right? Yeah,
5: it's science
3: to them. And, right? and if they have that kind of access to the machine, man, and I realize that the... Programs it into the factory, and I know that they have the computer cards. I've, I've, I've yeah, watched yeah. them change those things. You know, the brains in the computer. I know exactly where they are in the right. reporting machine. Uh-huh. But but if that if that's the case, and uh, how how is it that maybe they can't even control the individual machines? I told you my story about Burton Cummings that time. Right. right. I'm sitting there playing a the machine man. It was a deader than uh, in a mortuary, and he and his young and I don't know it was his daughter his uh, girl. Yeah yeah, it was machine. his daughter. Let's just say that. Yeah, very young, very <laughs> attractive. But anyway, he's sitting next to me, and she's sitting in the middle of my machine next to him, and those two machines are going crazy, man—just paying like 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 uh, somebody opened up the spigot just on the be, freeway. Just remember this: you're gambling; they're not. Oh,
0: <laughs>
3: I see. No, I, no. Let me put it this way: I'm losing my ass; they're not <laughs> right. And like I told you, the saddest part of it is he was a real jerk. Yeah, I love his music, man, but he's a real. Ozo. Well, he's from some mugwump place out there like Medicine Hat or somewhere. He's from some, you know, yeah. what do you expect from Radium a guy Hot there? Springs. Huh? Radium Hot Springs, maybe? No, he's from Mookum. a place here. You know, he's yeah. uh, from a backwoods kind of boy. And he's a great singer, one of the great voices of all time. Right. And, and I, I didn't know who it was for sure. And then it was only after I left that it finally dawned on me. That was Burt Cummings. Because somebody told me they had seen him there a couple days before. Winning and winning and winning. There you go. What a jerk. Oh, look at that. He got And and I told you he kept making a comment. He and the uh, girl are winning like crazy, and I'm losing my ass. Uh And I get a spin on the Wheel of Fortune thing, and I get like 25.
0: Oh, look at that. He's got another spin. Oh! Well, they were winning
3: your ass. Yeah. Like I said, big winnings. Hey, speaking of Pompano Park, all your horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Poker has got... All the gambling action you could ever want, and they'll also feature casting of the Kentucky Derby, the Run for the Roses, next Saturday, May 6th. You don't have to waste any extra gas to drive any further than you have to in order to watch it plunge out of Kentucky Derby this year. Pompano Park will feature early bird wagering on the Derby next Friday, May 5, starting at noon, and then on Saturday, May 6th, you can watch and wager on the Derby, plus the last two races from Churchill Downs. Come be part of the crowd as they root home in the winter with the first leg of the Triple Crown. Pompano Park will also have free past performance pages for the Derby Field, too, for you. Free. Located just a half a mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, offer you free admission and free general parking every stinking day. Live Harness Racing, the great smoke-free poker room, open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker Room uh, opens at noon. In fact, they're going right now. goes on until midnight. And Live Racing gets underway nightly, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, like tonight, 725 p.m. Don't miss out on Dollar Night Wednesdays when draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and more just a buck apiece starting at 6 in the p.m. Don't forget to come out Saturday, May 6th, the week from tomorrow, to watch and plunge your lungs on the Kentucky Derby at Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. Call 954-972-2000 for the current racing schedule or on the Wicked Web. It's Park.com.
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
1: Oh, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour.
0: Oh, I got a
3: very lengthy uh, email here from your close personal friend and counselor, Norman Kent. Okay. If I had heard from Joe, you would have heard from me. He says, in other words, you he didn't hear from Joe Bell. So, in other words, it sounds like Clara Bell He's, once again, not uh, not uh, following through. He says, I don't know if I want to read this whole thing or not. Should I read the whole thing? Oh, I don't care. He says, you know, it was not even George that contacted me about extending his contract. It was you that had me do it for him, but I got it done with raises and retroactive pay. See, I'm mean, trying to, like, get the two of you to, like, ha- hand- handle your uh, deals. Uh-huh. Is what I'm trying to do. But, you know, you tell me one thing and he tells me the other. And you keep telling me, and I tend to believe you, that he's not returning your phone calls or your messages. Isn't that what you told me? The,
5: the last one, I only left one last phone call, returning his yeah. phone call, and he hasn't returned that.
3: So, Right. Bottom line is, I have a new contract in place that he could sign, but we agreed to amend it to include a singular term more favorable to George, giving him the full bonus in the summer book. Yeah, Yeah, here comes the best part. See, and I don't retract anything I've said, because years ago this man did a lot of wonderful things for me, and I appreciate them, and he's been paid a substantial amount. The comments you're making about me are typically out of line and unacceptable. And inconsistent with the tedious and time consuming efforts I routinely exhaust on your behalf, toward a company that doesn't fully appreciate your worth to them, and I might add to a company that, if they'd listened to you in the first place, wouldn't be in the bad let in today. Well, that part is correct, but they won't listen to me. And we got a new guy that doesn't return your calls and that didn't call you from you at 10 o'clock this morning, and it's just, I, I, just leave me out, okay? Leave me out. I'm a doddering old fag, okay? I'm an old man. Leave me out. See, you and Norm ought to be, because uh, I, don't, I don't have any issues with them now. I mean, the fact right. that the place is disintegrating around us, I mean, as long as the checks keep showing up, what, what am I going to do about that, right? Like even he says here, a company that if they would listen to you in the first place wouldn't be in the battle they're in today. That is correct. That is absolutely, absolutely correct, sir. sir. First, you insist I protest the QM when they screw you. Then you bitch moment I communicate that frustration and cause controversy, make waves, or demand follow-ups from them, fighting tooth and nail for the simplest things. Things we shouldn't have to fight for in the first place, like a studio that works. I'm sorry I frustrated you last night. It's frustrating for me, too. He says it would be nicer to deal with people that try to accommodate rather than antagonize their chief revenue source. And then he says, no, ha. <laughs> No, see, if you'd save this material for your radio show, Norm, you might still uh, be on, like, a real radio station, but I, I don't think he ever was one on a real radio station, was he? No. No good deed goes unpunished. Isn't that a great line? Yeah, I've never not, heard that. Not before. original, but amusing. So I want you to... I, I, I'm not I'm not participating any further. And interesting enough, my phone was ringing at the, during the break. Yeah. At the same time. He, now, he would certainly know better than to call me while I'm on the air. I'm sure that once he hears from Joe, I'll hear from him or something or something. Well, see, but then again, I, don't get me in the middle of it. I went to bed for you like I always do Thank for you. you and Josh. And I'm I'm old, you know. Even Babe Ruth, when he got to be like old and doddering, wasn't going to bed anymore. You know, I'm too old to go to bed. Yeah, we're not using a walker yet. In fact, I'd rather go to bed than go to bat, especially the way I feel this week. So don't take it personal, Norman, unless you want to. But you're getting on my nerves. You know, you're aggravating me. And, it, and plus, you know, the comment you made to me—let's let, air it right out here on the air today. You didn't want to call him because then you are afraid he's going to ask you for money. Well, what do you expect he's going to do this for you for free? Uh, for coupons. You, well, would you like me to pay him for your, uh, doing your work, too? No, no, no.
5: Of course not.
3: How about Josh? He's getting that big raise. How about Josh? He never bought you that big screen TV he was supposed to buy with his raise. I'm going to hit him up for that as soon as his deal's done. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No, no. It's the other way. I thought you were buying George one. That's oh, right. George is buying for you. Don't twist it around now. Well, see I can't <laughs> help it that, you know, Joe Bell is picking up right where his predecessor left off and he doesn't he doesn't make the calls he's supposed to make. He avoids people. He pouts and then he goes to Joyce like a little child. Oh Norm sent me a nasty email. Well I want you to I want you to demand an apology. I mean, like a child, you know. What what kind of a general manager does that? Calls up some bitch over there in Naples and, and, and is whining that he got a hostile email. And, and then comes into you the other day and wants to know why Norm's got a bug up his ass. If he wants to know why isn't he called Norm? Wouldn't be the first time. The call, I mean, I'm not talking about the bug. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty, pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. I, I just this this new regime we got, man. These these people are. Oh, uh, see, and you're not going to say it because now you're way you, You're thinking you're right on the verge of getting this great new deal of yours. Yeah. yeah see, I, all I all, all you did, you know, you're always bitching about that. Norm adds things in these deals of yours, and you're the one. You, you had a deal. Retroactive to the first of the year. Norm did it out of the kindness of his heart. No, he worked that was, his that was ass me. off. And that it wouldn't be me. the first time either. What? No, that, that other thing was me talking to Joe. Yeah. And so that means that they had to, like, redo the contract. He had the contract ready to rock and roll, ready to sign. Retroactive pay, January first, two 2006. Huge raise. Well, <laughs> enough to buy two tanks of gas this year. Yes. Two and a half. And, no, you, you, you start with this bonus crap. Well, why, why don't you... You've got to stop deluding yourself, okay? You must be taking those dilatids. Hey, we've only not made number one twice in the summer. i got news for you, man. We're going to be making a lot of number one and mostly a lot of number two. Yeah. Okay? Very soon. Because if you haven't smelled... I mean, you were there in the building, and i got to tell you from Toronto, i got to explain it to you, I've got to draw you a road map and a compass... And explain to them, to you, the position that they've got us in. We're we're on the the Titanic and we're halfway down to the uh, floor of the ocean. And you're talking to me about summer bonus money? Bonus my ass. And it looks to me like somebody did. (laughs) Anyway, let's, let's cut the crap. Norm, Norman Norman Elliott Kent works oh, a, diligently it. and very... And, uh, and, and by the way, it wasn't me that said that, Norman. And if he, that, wouldn't, if he wouldn't have made the phone call here last night and got right. me in the middle of it, I wouldn't have ripped him on the ear today. And That's he said you. himself, and he also says this thing I just read here, that he apologizes for being a pain in the ass. So that was, of course, a... he doesn't mention any of the unmentionable stuff in here because then I wouldn't have read it on the ear. since he's listening. I... But I'm also getting tired of hearing yeah. about the unmentionable yeah. one and the unmentionable uh. stuff. I don't want to know from it, okay? Leave me out of the loop. I've been telling that for years now. I don't care how many hysterical letters get written, how much crap gets back. I don't care. Not of any interest to in me, okay? I'm not going to spend the rest of my life dealing with fending off or farting around with crazy people. I'm just not going to do it. Ain't going to happen. And if that's your idea of a good time, then go ahead and do it. Norma, go ahead and do it for those grave robbers. First of all, I have no idea why he's always... A, I see these lawyers, man. Him and Joyce... The lawyer thing, and they're like having a uh, cat fight now, the two of them. Ow! They're trying to figure out Kenneth Masmacho, macho. That's the whole deal with those two. It's a lawyer thing. Eleven hundred and forty-two votes, man. I, I can barely speak, and I get a hostile email like that from your attorney. Well, well, I don't know I just, what? you are you laughing about? I just clear it up because it wasn't me that was saying that he adds stuff. The yeah, hell okay, you, you, listen, stop, the this, show today. let me get to the end of the sentence. You were the one that said he adds all kinds of stuff in there, and listen, uh, before you even get it back, and he complicates it. How much have you paid this guy, okay? It was Greg. This guy's got a very flamboyant, listen fag lifestyle he, he would like it, to live, and you're supposed to be subsidizing it, okay, not just why, me. Why can't I get to the end of the sentence? It was well, the kind Greg. Of, well, the kind of paltry money I'm making here, I'm supposed to subsidize the whole world here? It was Greg who said that Norm was always doing that. That's well, Greg Greg can, what I said. Greg can rock the hell. How do you like that? So Norm... Greg can go back to broke-ass mounting there, okay, and well, have a Greg good time. Greg was always complaining that Norm kept making changes. Yeah, after Greg also were kept canceling on. meetings because right. he didn't like the tone of the show, okay? Right. So I didn't say that. It was... Well, Greg, Greg can sleep with the fishes as far as I'm concerned. Piece of crap. Phony baloney. Sack of lying garbage. There's there's better stuff in dumpsters from coast to coast than Greg. Believe me, that's the nicest thing I can say. Oh, Mr. Reed has canceled the meeting today because he didn't like the Tony O'Neill show. Oh, brother. You people need to grow up. Make up your mind. Is it a hobby or is it a business? Is it a family hobby for the clan from Aintree? Is that what it is? It's a bobby. Yeah. I really think it is. is, It can't be a business. It's got to be a hobby. Although hobbies are usually fun. And what they're doing, man. Take take a look at that schedule. Ow. Speaking of uh, people that bug you, if you think you have termites in your home, then call our good friends at Ritted Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Ritted Pest Control uses a, an amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. I'm ready to have them smeared it on me right now, the way I feel. They're gone. The termites, that is, are gone faster than you can say. George is a pain in the ass. Boy, Norm is really pissed off at you. All right. No, he's not. Pissed off at me. Be, 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 we don't care, okay? He knows it's a radio show, if anyone does. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's very offended and bitterly, uh, just a bitter queen. And remember what they said in the boys in the band? Remember that one line? What? And the hostile fag. <laughs> if you have termites, this is the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tense your home. No worrying about po- poisonous gas. No mov- moving out or hotel stays. No worrying about food or pets and your health. Because that it. Boy, I tell you, we could use rid of the QAM, not just for termites, but, boy, we could use them to get rid of some real crap. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave it all. Like I said, no tending, no looking like a clown. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing they leave behind is the clean set of oranges for just a few days. So if you do have a termite problem, call Ridded Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contract. I feel like I'm on death's door. I'm sitting here laughing. No tending, no BS, no kidding. Call right now for a free termite inspection, 1-800-447-4348. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck coded to call, 1-800-447-4348. On the West Coast, 1-800-447-4348.
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Where? Oh, yeah. Neil Rogers. Hi. Ah.
2: Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story.
8: They came by their name rightly. They were the cult.
2: The cult was led by Ian Asbury.
5: Oh, Ian couldn't make it, but I'm a cult representative. Would you like to take a free test of your personality? Whoa, hold on. Just 500 questions. It will only take you three hours. I don't think so.
8: Do you ever feel like you might like to be healthier
5: or make more money?
8: Oh, come on. Who has never thought of that? I see. So
5: you're dissatisfied with life. Now, look. Oh, and there's a film presentation. No, I don't want to... Welcome to the Church of Asbury. Take control of your life. By doing exactly what we say and giving us as much of your money as you possibly can.
2: I'm out of here.
0: We have a runner. We have a runner. The Colts, run away. Run away. It's a big, juicy shopping list like a show business. Tonight, on inside and behind, run away.
3: I'm ready. I'm ready to run out the door right now. I may leave home. 118 to QM. Fight your own battles this weekend. Call, call up that uh, queen, would you please? Okay. What? I already called him. I'm waiting for him to call me. What I'm trying to say is, you 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 guys work this said, all out together, you need, okay? You need not be involved. Tonight. I'm not going to get involved with anybody else's I, issue. I, I no appreciate moment. the call okay. you made in the first place. I, you know, and and, and, and let me tell what, you the more I, than I don't wanted to, to do. carry on a whole hour about this, but let me tell you the reason I had to call him in the first place. Yeah. And that is because I had an unsolicited call from Clara Bell, from your new general manager which I don't think he seems to understand. I have no reason to communicate with him because nothing ever happens anyway. One of those, hey, how you doing? You still like me? Ha, <laughs> ha, one of those deals. And I explained to him the fact that both Josh and you hadn't been taken care of, as he had promised me months ago, right? And that that was the one issue I wish he would address. And Oh, well, that's all my fault, and I haven't gotten around to it, blah, 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 blah. And that was on a Monday. Well, it got to be the end of the week, and I had been asking both of you, and nothing was communicated, nothing was being said, nothing was being done. And it became obvious to me that once again we had to go call on poor Norma, who already has gone through a gigantic tumor that had been removed from his body, as you recall, years Mm -hmm. ago with a gigantic cancerous tumor because of all the stress and grief from this business. You follow what I'm saying, right? No, I remember. Now that's the reason I got. So right. I stuck my nose in there because I realized that if I didn't call him to get after these uh, fabricators, that nothing was going to happen. Right. When somebody tells me, "Oh, it's my fault," and I haven't got around, and the days just go by and by, and they've assured me, "Oh, we're going to get right onto it." And uh, it, it, this is another guy that's just a face man. Okay, he talks a good game. He doesn't want to do anything. And then there were certain other events that took place that all of a sudden got them uh, like a shot in the ass. And all of a sudden, hey, uh, let's do this. And, uh, and Certain other things. And just like Norma says, those certain other things wouldn't be taking place if anybody there would ever listen to me. And they don't. And you hear them time and time again. Uh, like Clarence. Well, what we do? uh, don't ask me anymore because you won't listen anyway. Uh, what do you know anyway? I know nothing. And that's the one thing, I, other than the crappy way that they treat people, I resent that more about this company than anything else. Nobody can tell them anything, nothing. That was one of the great things about Dick Casper, man, I've got to bring him up again, is because if you were successful and he knew you were good at what you did, he would listen to you. And he would take me to lunch and pick my brain and ask questions, and he would go ahead and follow through on my suggestions. Sometimes yes, sometimes no, but at least he would listen. These people won't listen. And so they're stewing in the juices of their own mistakes and their own failures. And, and you know, it, it, it's just amazing to me that he, even even with his arrogance, The Greg Reed, you tell me you ran into him in the hall, and he's telling me about, I should see the end of that movie again. The, the fact that he has left this left this mess, it would be like if you went to a neighbor's house and you had wild diarrhea and left about 40 gallons all over their house, and he had the nerve to show up again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's left this unacceptable mess behind that even a rock, even Einstein wouldn't have any idea how to fix this thing, and he still has the 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 chutzpah to swagger around a building talking small talk with people. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah! Man, there's the cigarette woodpile right there. Is Gregory Benjamin Reed or whatever the hell his name is? God. And this poor schlubber got in there now, who had no idea what he was getting into. What the hell's he going to do about it? He's probably hiding under his desk right now, calling up Joyce.
0: Oh, they're picking on me again, Joyce. You better send them a threatening letter.
3: And as far as Joyce is concerned, well, I've got news for you. There's, there's nothing you can say about that one. And she's running the ship. It would be, like, be like putting uh, Humphrey Bogart in charge of the ship with his steel balls. I can't like get strawberries strawberries fondue, you can dip those strawberries in that fondue, anyway. U.S. lobbyists lashed out at the Mexican Nothing Gringo campaign, time for Monday, May 1, to coincide with the Day Without Immigrants boycott of the U.S., eh? You know, you know what really gets me? What gets you? Besides all this crap at this radio station. Here are people who are n- not immigrants, not immigrants, illegal right. aliens. Right. And they're going to go in the streets and demand this, and they're going to demand that. You know what mm-hmm. I say? Right. Screw you. Lawbreakers upon arrival. Screw you. Demand my ass. <laughs> that's a pretty big demand. Yeah. American Chamber of Commerce in Mexico said organizers are risking a backlash and foolishly targeting some of their best allies. Since U.S. corporations have actively lobbied the U.S. Congress for immigration reform, including the legalization for many of the estimated 11 million undocumented migrants, and that's because U.S. corporations want that cheap labor. They're grave robbers, just like the Beasleys. Mexicans' refusal to buy American on May 1 could further polarize the debate and make reform supporters seem anti American at the very moment that lobbyists are trying to persuade lawmakers in Washington to pass a bill that would benefit migrants. Worries Larry Rubin, the chamber's president. This is like shooting oneself in the foot, Rubin says. U.S. companies have been the first to lobby, launching a huge lobbying effort for immigration reform. Why hurt something that's helping you? Cause you're South of the border, Mexico, exactly. South of the border, Mexicans are targeting American stores and chain restaurants. That means no Dunkin' Donuts, no McDonald's, Burger King, Starbucks, Sears, Krispy Kreme, or Walmart, uh, Walmart reads one email, making around. But even activists are confused about which companies are U.S.-owned. Sears is cited by the boycott organizers, despite the fact that Sears Mexico stores were bought by Mexican billionaire Carlos Slim in 1997. I wonder if he was kin to Slim Pickens. A few organizers mentioned Vips, the chain of ubiquitous Mexican diners, even though they're owned by Walmart Stores, Inc. Maybe they like the food at Vips. Never heard of it. A quarter that. of Mexico's private sector jobs and regular pay are provided by U.S. firms, according to the chamber, including Walmex, the Mexican Walmart subsidiary. That's Mexico's biggest private employer with 140,000 workers. But at any rate, they, they, they don't know uh, which side is up, you know? Right. But they're running around demanding. We want uh, this and we want that. Yeah, kind of like you. They're getting too demanding, too big for their britches. If I was you, I'd take that ten dollar a week raise. I'd forget about that rating bonus. I'd go in there now on bended knee and I'd apologize and kiss uh, Clarabelle right on the uh, horn. Doesn't Clarabelle have a horn? Well, two of them, actually. Eleven hundred and sixty-nine votes on the poll. Well, they sure sure degenerated since that hostile email.
1: Beware the hostile fag.
3: Just remember that. You never saw that movie, did you? <laughs> Boys in the Band. It's very Be funny. afraid. What, Boys in the Be Band? very afraid. Yeah. yeah, I saw it. Yeah, very morbid. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of those typical stereotypes, you know, really stereotypical right? queens. But there are some very funny lines in there, you know. Beware the hostile fag. Well, I sure second that emotion. British music producer Adam Kidron says that when he came up with the idea of a Spanish-language version of the U.S. National Anthem, he saw it as an ode to the millions of immigrants seeking a better life. But, oh, oh, oh. oh there's Pitbull. There's a picture of Pitbull. He's singing it. He's hip-hopping it. But in the weeks since, Kidron announced the song, which features artists such as Wyclef Jean, hip-hop star Pitbull, and Puerto Rican singers Carlos Ponce and Olga Tanon, It's been the target of a fierce backlash, some Internet bloggers and others are infuriated by the thought of the Star Spangled Banner song in language other than English. Would the French accept people singing La Marseille in English as a sign of French patriotism? Of course not, said Mark Kerkorian. Well, you know something? That business about the French, how come in Montreal at the hockey games they sing, Oh, Canada, half in English, or about a third in English and two-thirds in French, those frogs? And you right. want to know why? Because they're militant? Because they're militant bastard frogs, that's why. Miserable. I hope. Hope that Montreal loses the next three now. Hope, Carol, nothing could be finer than to see them get beat by Carolina. Disgusting frogs. The initial version of Nuestro Himno, or our anthem, comes out today and uses lyrics based closely on the English-language original, said Kid who heads the record label Urban Box Orifice. Pro-immigration protest planned around the country for Monday, and the record labels urging Hispanic radio stations nationwide to play the cut at 7 p.m. tonight. In a sign of solidarity. A remix to be released in June will contain several lines in English that condemn U.S. immigration laws. Among them, these kids have no parents because all these mean laws. Let's not not start a war with all these hard workers. They can't help where they were born. Somehow that doesn't rhyme. It doesn't have a good beat to it. Brianna Bevins of Hanford, California, who writes for the immigration-focused web magazine, Vidare.com, said the remix especially upset her. It's very whiny. If you want to say all those things, by all means, put them on your poster board, but don't put them on the national anthem, she said. Don't be whiny.
4: <coughs>
3: oh, don't forget Geldia too. Kid Rod, a U.S. resident for 16 years, maintains the changes are fitting. After all, he notes American immigrants borrowed the melody of the Star-Spangled Banner from an old English drinking song. He said the song will also be featured on the album Somos Americanos, which will sell for 10 bucks, with a dollar from each album, going to the National Capital Immigration Coalition. Pitbull, whose real name is Armando P- Perez, said this country was built by immigrants and the meaning of American Dream is on that record. Struggle, freedom, opportunity, everything they're trying to shut down us, he said. Well, guess what? Immigrants, not illegal aliens. Somebody draw you a picture and show you the difference. "Fuck. Right. Pitbull my ass. Oh, by the way, Josh has got a pitbull. Yeah, but he doesn't sing very well. I asked him if he had a dog. He said, no, he's got a pitbull, though. oh yes. Uh-oh. Montgomery implicated in Olympic doping scandal.
1: Leaders, that was set in September of 2002 was expunged from track and field history because of drug doping. Uh, sprinter Marion Jones is his girlfriend, and she, as you know, has been linked uh, to the steroids scandal surrounding BALCO Labs. So this just into CNN that uh, Olympic, former Olympic gold medalist Tim Montgomery has been arrested in connection with a multi-million dollar drug bank fraud bank fraud, and money laundering schemes. All right.
3: Vatican urges Catholics to boycott the Da Vinci Code movie, huh? Said so they must be yeah, pissed yeah. off at Tom Hanks. It's
0: Friday, you bastard.
2: We don't want you to know the truth. Goodbye, McClellan. The truth will set you free. Now your feet are jealous. Jump back
0: to Texas. Let your be lying back. And crawl back inside your mommy's ass. Rack them. You're the debris of us, it's bad.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not going to play that right now. Just dawned on me. There's something in there that's uh, okay. raised a flag with me the other day. A fag. Yeah, I have to listen to it again off the air. 26 02. Now, and of course, maybe Joyce will call in and say, Oh, you better not, you know, screw you, Joyce, okay? Uh. Talk to Joe. Talk to all your other underlings over there. Talk to Norma. Don't bother with me. And speaking of Norma, here's part two of his facts, his email. You ready? I'm ready. Sucking up, you know, because he's afraid now he's not going to get in, And let me just preface this by saying that unbeknownst to you or him, I was going to take care of sending him some money to take care of your contract. Oh, the good guy that I am. You are a good guy. That's sweet. I wasn't well, no, it because Well, no, because I saw the pitiful amount that they're going to increase your salary after all these years. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, he sure can't afford to be taking part of that and sending that to that silly-ass well, lawyer that's why I didn't call ours. him in the first place because I knew it was gonna a big deal. Because he would wanted build. some money, you thought. But he says, I'm not taking When you listen to this? All right. I'm not taking a fee from uh, George for this. I have it here. I'm doing it because when Neil got asked me to do something, I slap, snap like Colonel Clink. How is, how is Bob Crane anyway? here? oh, he's still dead. Besides, I'm perfectly satisfied with you subsidizing my flamboyant fag lifestyle. Send more money at once. <laughs> San Francisco was great this weekend. How many fags, though, would have spent the weekend watching A's and Giants game? Well, I'm sure a lot of them if they could have gotten in the locker room. Although, uh, what's his name? Don't play for the Giants anymore. Jack Snow. Uh, uh, Snow. What the hell is his name? J.T. J. Snow. J.T. Snow. Uh, his name is Jack. J.T. Snow. Who does he play for now?
6: Um, I thought he does play for the Giants.
3: Not anymore he doesn't. Pretty sure. At any rate, uh, he's, he's a little, getting a little long in the tooth. He don't look like he used to. says, I didn't even go to Castor Street. I was at the normal convention. Frankly, I can't remember too much after getting my prescription for medical marijuana filled. And no, I'm not pissed off. It's a radio show, just a show. I've always understood that. And I'm available to do, to do one if you need me to fill, uh, fill in for you, feel better.
8: Now, there we you go. I we need sick. you to
3: fill in, yeah. We'll let Josh sit there and go. Like the Norman Josh Show. The Norman Josh. Now, I I don't think Josh wants to participate in that one. Yeah? Yeah. Could be wrong about that, but I don't think so. I think there's a better chance that Josh and Zach will meet in downtown Miami at Bayside.
6: (laughs) By the way, he's a Red Sox, but he hasn't played it all this year.
3: Who, JT? Yeah. Told you. No, but he was in the spring training. I seen him. That's how I knew he wasn't on the Giants no more. Golden Glove first baseman man, J.T. Snow, he could, uh, he's a pretty good hitter, too. Yeah, he's all right. What well, what does that mean? He, he, who, who's the first baseman for the Marlins? Mike Jacobs. Now, J.T. Snow, he ain't know Mike Jacobs.
6: <laughs> well, that's like, you know, it's like saying see, Norm can't ain't know you when it comes to radio talk shows. That's a little oh, ridiculous.
3: See, now you're picking on Norma. Man. Now he's going to send another damn I was just going to say, you know, since he's listening, hey, thank you, Norm. Thank you for what? No, he for wasn't it. going to do it for you. He was going to do it because I asked him to do it. Not, he couldn't give a crap less about you. For all his effort. Okay. For whatever, whatever you you, Oh like my God, I'm I'm embarrassed by your behavior. You are such a so easy. You're all that hard ass exterior that you like to portray. <laughs> what hard ass exterior? Oh man. The usual hard ass spick exterior. Don't don't. Uh, what do you know? You're talking about. You're a hard ass. I'm a marshmallow. No, you're not softy. When George tells you, man, that's that's the MS. When George got an opinion, that's it. Don't ask any other yeah. opinions because yours is the final, definitive one. Well, that's especially true. on faggery, by the way. That's true. Probably am no, ex- Not thing. an expert on faggery. I'm an expert on straightery. Yeah, I don't think so. Not uh, since you've been married this long.
5: I, I think you it. forgot.
3: I think you forgot about most of it. No. Anyway, we're going to do over 1,200 votes on the poll today. I have, I'm, I'm as incoherent as Norma must have been out there after he got his medical marijuana. And you shouldn't have said about your medical marijuana because, you know, that's probably going to get written up somewhere too, Norma. <laughs> shouldn't have said that. Okay, now how, now how are we doing on that downtown Miami stuff? Let's take a look at the poll result. You know, have you ever taken, um, i trying to think of the name of the drug, Probably it's it's an antibiotic that just erythromycin. Have you ever taken that? No, no, different kind of drugs. Oh, brother! No, no, I'm talking about for uh, for an antibiotic. Erythromycin or erythromycin. That is so strong that first of all, it feels like there's been a forest fire in your intestines and your tongue. It feels like somebody has scraped the taste buds from your tongue. Well, I took one of these Levaclyn a couple hours ago, like I told you. And as difficult a time as I was having speaking before, I is, feel like somebody has taken a surgical knife and scraped my tongue. And I'm sure that they could have found some interesting DNA on this tongue, but that's beside the point. By the way, can we thank Paul for the
5: Uno de Mayo survival kit he dropped by full of Pepsi and porn? Really? And cigarettes for some reason, which I don't right. really understand. But Thanks, no, we'll Paul.
3: Well, we're talking about faggots. What's your take on downtown Miami? We have 1,194 votes. Yeah, I feel like I got, um, mm-hmm. yeah, mush mow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to describe. Like, I, I don't know if you, if you take strong antibiotics, they always do that. Dade County is a foreign country. 521 people said that. And they are, happen to be. I have no life. No. Absolutely that, correct. It sucks downtown. Don't go there, 282. Unless you like homeless people. Yeah, go down there and uh, take it in cup 292. I'm sorry. It's making a great comeback, 159. We didn't hear any of they're, they're full of crap. There, there isn't one person that had, we didn't... Even if they didn't want to call, they could have faxed it in and told us all the great stuff. There's nothing. Great comeback, my ass, 159. Never been there, 57. It's become a tourist trap. Overpriced crap, 53. You're out of touch, Neil, 49. Yeah, that's what you think. I hate this pool, 38, and it's paradise. 25, solamente 25, 25, out of almost 1,200 votes. I, I think I, we got a whole new uh, dimension to our audience now. Fifth dimension? No, no, the, the real sadists, you know, they're enjoying our uh, discomfort and misery. at this Oh, that's regime. not new. Oh, no, but it would, never was like this before. I mean, before we knew what we had, but the, the, these people are just uh, just infuriating. You know, when you got a, when you got a guy in charge who can't get off the pot without... See, he always has his cell phone in there. Because he has to call Joyce to find out which hand to wipe with, you know. So, unfortunately, in fact, maybe that's where he is now. Maybe he's still in there. Couldn't make that call to Norma. But you you get in touch with Norma, and you two girls, you, you hash things out, you know. I'm, I'm uninvolved. I was more than willing. I was going to send him an extra thousand for taking care of your deal and I still would be willing to do it if he just stops calling me and stops bugging me with crap, okay? You see the one thing about life I've discovered is there are some people who aren't they're not satisfied if you're if you're not complaining. They they want right. to they want to be around to complain for you. And so they conjure things up. Yeah, it's not it's it's not a positive thing that when we do the crossover every morning. It's a technical disaster. It's embarrassing and humiliating. But I wasn't, I wasn't calling anybody else about it. I wasn't going to make any phone calls. We're used to it by now. It's a, if, this, if the people that run this place don't care, why the hell should we care? Right? Right. right. In other words, there, there is no such thing as a humiliation factor here because they, they just don't care. They don't give a crap. And you got three little boys running around there running this place like it's a like it's a kid not a high school, like it's a kindergarten radio station. And we're supposed to worry about technical incompetence and hangs out over there in Tulsa and nobody can hear each other yesterday? I mean, why should we worry about that when you take a look at the fantastic programming we got going? Look at that. I did it again. You got me so worked up, I knocked the damn DCS under the uh <laughs> Huh? On the audition line. I did it on purpose.
8: This perfect. is Neil Rogers. This oh, 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 is 560 P.A.M. I think you'll... Addy! This is Addy! Buh-buh-buh-buh-buh-buh-buh! Addy! This is Addy, 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 Addy! buh 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 This is Addy! This is Addy!
9: That's what I do and <laughs> you
3: Feel better. had Mike. I we all did. Eddie Tonic.
7: One forty-eight. We
3: got Geldy coming up at two o'clock. That'll really. Be, we'll be popping pills like crazy. Mad Dog at Hooters in the Pines at four. Marlins on deck at seven o'clock. The Marlins host the Colorado Rockies seven thirty-five at the uh, at the uh, stadium. Any interest? No. And then Eddie K after that baseball game. Now Sean, who sends us these polls, which I appreciate his poll ideas, but. He prefaces the poll suggestions by saying, I only caught the show for a few minutes at lunchtime today. You sounded a bit listless. Yes, you had no list. You know something, Eddie? <laughs> I'll tell you. If, 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 uh, uh, what, uh, Sean. Uh, I were
4: i kick your ass.
3: Well, he came in late. He didn't hear the explanation. I hope you didn't come down with something. If so, I hope you start to feel better. <laughs> I, I've been fighting the flu all week long, okay, or whatever this is. I've been uh, probably two or three days. I should have called in sick. But I show up being the trooper that I am, and Sean says, you sounded a little bit listless. Well, guess what, Sean? Screw you.
4: i kick your ass.
3: But thanks for the poll idea. What an idiot. Probably ought to take a few calls here toward the end. We got so sidetracked with your damn contract and Norma Kent and all this other internal and uh, infuri- infuriating stuff. Now, we, we need somebody in there who's going to just, uh, you know, just take the tiger by the tail and say, look, if you want me to do this, just cut the crap, and I'm going to do it my way, you know? Like Frank Sinatra? Exactly, like uh, that song Greg played there at his uh, farewell, because he didn't have the balls to say he got canned. So instead, now, I did it in my way, plays a stupid song. You know. a typical egotistical thing you'd expect him to do. Go away, Greg, okay? Quit tracking up the mess you made in a, up and down the hallway. See, that, 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 would, that would be the worst thing. Go, remember I said about going to your neighbor's house mm-hmm. and messing up all over the house? Worse than that would be like stepping in it and then tracking it all the way through the rest of the house. That, that would be even worse, and that's what he's doing now. He's trekking it. WQAM, hello. Glenn Turner, that's the guy. Used to be great. Dare to be great. Guy with a hair lift. QAM.
0: Uh, Used to be great. What is it? My favorite poll.
3: WQAM, hello.
6: Hey, Neil, how you doing, man? Okay. I got a question about your little poll. You know, when you put that out there, you've got so much influence You put out the
9: choices, you kind of lean towards one, and everybody votes for it, right? What are you you talking about,
3: Eileen? No, 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 no. that's what happened. 152 people say downtown's making a great comeback. I didn't lean toward that one.
10: In general, okay? But my question is, how come you don't
6: have that kind of influence on management over there? they got to get this station squared away, man. The reception <laughs> is
9: horrible. But the yeah. Cuban people, the Cubans, are, they're talking over you. I've got to hear Cuban voices speaking
10: oh, over
3: Well, you. That, that's been going on for two years, and they, they just, they're just oblivious, you know?
9: So I
10: don't understand why you can't carry that same influence, man. Come
3: on. They won't listen to me. Don't you understand, sir? They will not listen to me. I Whatever the the I say, Tunnel, they do the opposite.
9: I go through the Henry Tunnel, I get. I get... That's right,
3: like it. it's no, no, no extra charge. <laughs> can I? Can I just tell you one thing? Oh, he's I guess not. No, well, well he'll listen anyway. The checks show up a day early now because I've whipped them into shape on that, and they clear the bank. That, that's that's all I care about. I'd like to care about more than that, but when you work for these people, they make it very clear that if you care about more than that, you're a troublemaker. You're stirring it up, you know. Quit stirring it up, as Joe Rose used to say. Stirring it up, and, and they just—they just, they don't aspire to do anything professionally or to be you know, to correct these problems. And technically, we're a disaster. We're an embarrassment. And uh, you know, and, it's, and if you let it get to you, you're going to wind up getting sick. uh Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe have uh-huh. to disease because they will drag you down to another level. Oh, they're hawking about that.
4: Ch- so those people who are here, who have spent many years here. And the way that they are trying to be real players and real players on the table need to get on the ball and start learning English and speaking the English language, oh. especially the Pledge of Allegiance, and singing the national anthem. I, I really, I, I think the debate's too serious to take it lightly. And you think in part it really is splintering what is at issue. Yeah. It's more than just freedom. It's, it's an issue of respect here. It's not freedom of expression. Yeah, you know, all
3: you wetbacks out there, speak it in English, okay, and cut the crap. Starspan. First of all, it's a crappy song to begin with. Why the hell would anybody want to, uh, you know, in any language, sing that crap? Right? Right? right. Uh, sing something more like this. Oh,
0: Canada, our home oh. it's day, Oh, in
8: Miami Town.
2: Yeah.
0: At five six zero W Q A N
2: Fort Hole Radio five sixty WQAM presents two broadcast dynamo Kelby and Wendy.
0: hello hello
4: hello I got a
0: of
4: a class of I was a, scale. Good thing I'm big and four.
0: How did
4: you get out of there? Well, the it was a monitor. You can see it on there. Look, we'll watch it. was me? I was me?
0: Okay. Wow, you are big and
4: strong. Yeah, but I'm bigger and stronger than you. I work
0: out like so Jackie Wilson, baby.
4: Oh, no, baby. baby. What <laughs> okay. did you ask? Marcy. You ain't
0: got nothing on me, pal. Voudising. Wow, <laughs> oh,
4: I
3: do Matter of fact, right when the show ends, George is going to storm down the hall there and pound on Joe Bell's uh, door. Storm rhymes with Norm. There you go. And he's going to, well, he's got the power of Norma behind him. Or I'm going to take all this porn and uh, go to the bathroom behind you. And he's going to say to Joe,
4: I kick your ass. That's
3: right. (laughs) Don't forget, it's the big QM NFL draft party tomorrow with the Mad Dog and Joe Zagaki and the big.
7: Big No, not
3: the big. Oh, rock solid. At the uh, Hooters and Pembroke Pines tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m. Join us at Hooters and Pembroke Pines for the big QM NFL draft party. You have to be daft to miss the draft, starting at 10 a.m., presented by Heineken. Bye, bye,
7: bye.